All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the fourth episode of the Rage and Trajan Sports Podcast. Uh, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you all are celebrating with your families, eating some good food. Um, I got, I'm excited to announce to you guys today, my, my co-host has arrived. He goes by P. Donkey, a.k.a. Preston, and um, he's going to introduce to you guys our newest segment. What's up? This is Preston, my first show ever. I'm excited. Uh, our first segment here will be uh, The Moneymakers. We're going to give you five picks, our five favorite picks of the week, and we're going to give you the money line with them. And, uh, yeah, you should take a listen because we'll win you some money on this. Yeah, I can't forget about the big lock, too. We're also going to have one lock where, I mean, we have our five picks, but then we have one lock that's more confident than the rest of our picks, and that's the one you really got to go with. That's the real money maker right there. Yeah. All right, so let me start with my first pick, and I'm loving, I'm loving this Ravens-Steelers line. Five and a half for the Ravens. I do get the Ravens do have Ingram and uh, J.K. Dobbins both out with COVID, and I probably have a couple more players out with COVID. But I'm not, a, I'm not a believer in the Steelers. I get that they're ten and zero, and I get that. I mean, they've had a couple close games, but recently they have looked a little better. Uh, but for Baltimore, this is a must win. I mean, right now they're four games behind Pittsburgh, game behind Cleveland. Who would have ever thought that at the beginning of the year? <laughs> um, but I mean, Pittsburgh's already beat the Ravens once. I mean, even if Baltimore were to lose this game, I'm confident they can keep it around five and a half. I mean, Baltimore, this is a big game for them. I mean, they can't fall to six and five. If they fall to six and five, they're in danger of missing the playoffs. And who would have ever thought that at the beginning of the year? Yeah. I mean, and Pittsburgh, this this is the game they're losing. They're not going 16 and 0. If you think they're going 16 and 0, like I've been seeing that Jets, like who's going 0 and 16, Steelers 16 and 0, I, I would put. I'd put my life savings that like <laughs> Pittsburgh is not going sixteen and zero. You seen their schedule? Not, you seen their schedule? I, ha- I mean, I see they play Baltimore next. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're a smart man, you're gonna put Baltimore money line. Um, they'll win you some money. I'm gonna put Baltimore money line, and when I come out Thursday night, uh, with a bigger paycheck than I had a uh, <laughs> Thursday morning, listen to me. Baltimore money line. All right. I, I like that pick. I like that pick. It depends to me who's on the COVID list and who's not. But if the Ravens are healthy, I definitely like five and a half points. That's that's a pretty it's, big it's line. And I feel like, it's I mean, it's, it's a pretty close, as you saw how they played last one. Pretty close between the two teams. But my first my first pick, this was pretty easy. This one was almost my big lock. I'm taking the football team and the three points. Um, I'm not sure how the Cowboys are favored by three. When I checked the line, I originally thought that if it's going to be an even pick them sort of matchup or even the football team might get a couple points as a favorite. But um, when I saw that the football team got a full field goal, that just kind of blew my mind. You know, last time these two teams squared off, it, it was nothing, man. It was just outclassed. Yeah. Football team won at 25 to 3. Um, I know Andy Dawn's coming back and the Cowboys have looked pretty good the past two weeks. But I mean, I don't base my picks just off. I know Mike McCarthy was smashing watermelons and shit before the game. I think that was maybe a one-time deal. I don't think he'll do that again. I think for Thanksgiving, Ron Rivera will get his team pumped up more. But um, th- this Washington defense, man, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to do too much about it. Th- this Washington football team defense, they're dominant, man. They're top 10. Oh, yeah, they're top 10 in DVOA, points allowed, yards allowed, sacks, and um, and pass defense. They're actually first in the league in yards allowed. As I said last podcast, they're the only team to allow less than 200 yards to the opposing QB. So um, to me, this this was just a pretty easy one. I saw the line. I was like, that that's pretty good value. They're getting a full field goal. So, you know, even if the Cowboys do win by three, you get a push. Um, but I, I'm betting on the money line when I'm a better um, Thursday. So those are two pretty good picks for Thursday. I'm picking football team plus three. If you're feeling ballsy, pick the money line. You see football team, football team Ronald Darby, you see he was fifth this year. And, like, I don't know how much you pay attention to PFF, but 
He was fifth, like on the PFF <laughs> last year when he was on the Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, Ronald Darby's man. making some good plays. Ronald man. Darby, oh, that's terrible with Philly last year. Constantly <laughs> yeah. getting burned. Darby, constantly getting ridiculed uh, by the fan base, and now all of a sudden yeah. this Darby's year, playing some football, P- man. Yeah, PFF. I mean, it can be a little misleading, but fifth yeah. all of a sudden, and he couldn't do anything for Philly. I, just, I don't look at PFF too much, but I have just I've, I've watched all the football team games, and uh, he, he just made some good plays. Seems like, like he's Washington. making some good plays out there. I like Washington. <laughs> I really like their defensive line. Their defensive yeah. line is going to be really good. Yeah. All right. Well, my second pick is Raiders Falcons, and I got the Falcons with three points. And uh, <clears throat> it's kind of a tough spot for Atlanta, or kind of for the Raiders because I mean they are coming off an emotional loss, and the Falcons have looked better outside of last game. Uh, but yeah, I think Atlanta's going to be able to get it done through the air against the uh, Pat, bleh, Raiders. The Raiders are a bottom half passing defense, um, especially if Julio Jones can play. He's kind of got a hamstring injury right now. He hasn't been up to his normal standards this year recently. But uh, if he can get out on the field, Calvin Ridley gets out there. <clears throat> um, and I think, uh, yeah, the Raiders are going to have some big issues stopping both of those two. And it kind of surprised me when I saw this, but the Falcons have the fifth-ranked run defense in the league. If they're able to – I did not know that. I, I actually know. did not know that. If they're able to stop Josh Jacobs and uh, – Forced Derek Carter make plays. I mean, I love this spot for the Falcons at home. Give them three points. Yeah, I mean, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, making plays all day. All right, so that, that'll give me to my second pick. Um, it's going to be the Titans plus three and a half against the Colts. When I see this, this is just another sort of instance where it's like I thought it was going to be an even matchup, maybe a pick em type of game. But not only do they get three, they get the hook as well, three and a half. Um I just feel like these teams are pretty evenly matched, you know. I know that's not what it looked like last Thursday, but I think the Titans are going to use that as motivation. I think that was just kind of a weird short week type of thing. I don't think that was actually a reflection of how good the teams were. You up think against the Colts each other. are legit? Yeah, I think the Colts are legit. I like the Colts. I think the Titans, I don't think the Titans are frauds either, though. I think they're both pretty I mean, good teams. I mean, uh, I don't know what to think about Tennessee. I'm not, I'm not a big believer in Tannehill. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really a big believer in 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 <laughs> in Tannehill either, but I mean I just like that you're getting the three and a half points here. That always makes like me feel three safe. And a half. Um, I like three and a half. Yeah, I mean it's just I think it's a pretty even matchup. We'll see. No one's really out with too much injury, so I mean it should be a good game. Derrick Henry's been running well. I know this Colts defense. This Colts defense is nasty. Last time the Titans couldn't do much. Tannehill couldn't do nothing, and Philip Rivers just sliced up this Tennessee defense. Yeah, so I mean. If you watch Thursday night, <laughs> the last Thursday night game they played, it's tough to ma- it's tough to make this bet. But I think when it's just it's tough to beat a really good football team twice in a row, and it's really tough to beat a good football team really twice in a row. When, I don't know. I mean, this I is, think I think they're a good football team. I any, think they're a pretty good football team. If Indianapolis can win this, they're eight and three. Yeah. Tennessee seven and three. I mean, this is a big game yeah. for both. Yeah, teams. I mean, yeah, this, this is for is the division. This is for the division lead. They're both seven and three. So I mean, I guess we're we're just really gonna see. I mean. Just, just what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a big game. I'm a big fan of the Colts. I'm not a big fan of Phillip Rivers. Yeah. I, actually, I am a big fan of Phillip Rivers, like just personally, not, but yeah. not on the field. Especially, he's, he's so old now, yeah. man. It he looks has, like he's. He looks. He has looked better since the beginning. Yeah. Beginning of the year, man. He was. He was bad. I think it's he funny trying bad. to watch Phillip Rivers like make tackles after interceptions and stuff. <laughs> his body just does not does not cooperate with his brain anymore. Man, seems he's, like he's he's classic quarterback, man. No, I, I I like Phillip, man, but he's just. His body, man, his body's giving out on him. I think this needs to be the last year for Philip. I, I hope he makes it right. He might have, he might have one more year in him, man. He's but got, well, he's got, he's got three more yeah. years. In this him. one's gonna be yeah. the noon game. This is probably the biggest game of the week in the noon slot. So definitely tune into that. Yeah. All right, my next pick is uh, Bears and Packers, eight and a half. 
I'm not saying the Bears. I don't think that I. I don't think they'll win, but <clears throat> eight and a half points, that's a lot of points, I feel like. It is a lot of points. That's kind of like an eye-catching amount yeah. of points. Yeah, I mean, the last five games have all been decided by less than one touchdown, and I do get the Bears probably are worse this year, and the Packers have looked a lot better, but eight and a half points. I mean, the Bears' defense is still no joke. Like, it depends if, I mean, I'm not really a big believer in Foles or Trubisky. One of those two have to play. I know they're both hurt, but if one of those two can suit up, um, a divisional game, I mean, Bears... Bears will get after Rodgers. Bears, I mean, if they want any chance of any type of playoff run, they're going to have to win this game. They're standing at 5-5, five and 5-6. Five, um, five and six. I mean, I think they'll come out competitive. I mean, it's practically their season on the line. Um, eight and a half points, I'm taking that all day. Uh, yeah, I think the game will be competitive. I think the Bears will come out hot, but... I yeah, those it. rivalry games, man. You yeah. always like getting eight and a half yeah. in those rivalry games. Seems like Bears Packers weird shit always happens. Yeah. So. Like, I'm not saying that I think the Bears will win, but I am saying that I do really, really, really like them to keep it within eight and a half. But yeah, I would take that every day. I think that's probably my second favorite pick of the week, just because of the eight and a half. Yep. All right, so actually, I, I didn't mean to say I didn't mention this last time. I actually kind of messed it up, but that Titans pick was my big lock. So uh, that that was my lock is that Titans pick coming in at three and a half points. Uh, but my next pick is going to be the Chiefs and the Bucks. It's actually going to be the over. Um, now, fifty six is the line here, and that's a lot of points. But the Chiefs have scored more than thirty points in their past three games. I don't see that stopping. Whenever Patrick Mahomes in this offense actually gets going, when they have a competitive team to play against. They always seem to go put up the points. So it's just really a matter of, will the Buccaneers score that amount of points? And this game is at 325, so it's going to be before Brady's What's bedtime. Sunday night, game? Sunday night game? I think it's uh that's a good question. I'm going to check. No, that's a, that's three, that's a 325. Preview, I, I know. There's And then the other game is the noon game. Sunday night, oh, we got Bears-Packers. That's yeah, so bad. They need to flex that yeah, one down and put up Chiefs Buccaneers, but no one wants no one wants to watch the, the Bears. Bears in <laughs> time I watched so them ugly. last week against the Vikings, and man, Nick Foles in that offense just is the worst yeah. offense I've no, seen. It's... They're by far the worst <laughs> offense in the NFL. I'm taking the Jets it's offense not... over the Bears offense. It's, it's terrible to 14, watch. Fourteen, they had like fourteen second half yards. I have never seen that in my. I don't even understand how that's possible. Yeah, no, it's just terrible to watch. Like it actually hurts my brain yeah. when I'm watching it because and they and they hired Matt Nagy, this offensive mind. Yeah. Coach, I just, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, 14 second half yards. To be a Bears fan, you can't dial up anything better than 14. Like, I don't yeah, get it. I no, doubt. that was brutal. But yeah, um, so I like the Chiefs to score over 30 points as well, and I think Brady's gonna bounce back. I mean, it's just gonna be 56 points. I mean, that's just say the Chiefs, I, they get 34, then the Buccaneers coming out 28. That gets you there. And two of the past five games, these Bucks have actually dropped 45 points. So, I mean, both of these teams are ultra explosive. I think this game is going to come down in the 30s. I, I see kind of a fourth quarter shootout where it comes down to whoever has the ball last. Um, I, I actually don't dislike the Bucks in this game either. I think the line was at three and a half. Last time I saw it, I could definitely see him pulling this game out. Brady, man. I, I <laughs> yeah, but so, Brady watch, looked bad last week. Did you watch it Monday? Yeah, yeah, I watched that. That was... Man, ugly interceptions. Ugly interceptions. That last, that last pick on that last drive, like, I don't know where his deep ball. His deep ball is yeah, really. Yeah. When I watched Brady last year. That was my main thing I got off him. Like age wise, is his deep ball does not look good. And I saw like his last like I'm pretty sure his last like 19 attempts. Like what was it? His last like. Yeah, no, over. I saw that too. I saw that too. It was like uh, eight, like his past eight throws. It was like 
four interceptions yeah, or like one it, for eight, something it, crazy. His deep balls left him. Let's just say that he almost had AB on a. Real, did you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right down AB the middle, just down with that, and he was open. But yeah, like Brady. I mean, he's looked good at times this year, but he's also looked bad at times this yeah. year. I just I have enough belief in Tom Brady that after he comes out like that and throws those two interceptions, he's going to be pissed off, laser focused. He's going to come out I and score some points against the Chiefs. Something this time. Like I, watching Tampa Bay secondary, I didn't know they were that bad. I mean, yeah. Goff no, was that, that's what. Up. Yeah, no, that's like, why Goff was slicing them up. That's almost, why. That's why I love the Chiefs. They almost to, threw like fifty yeah. times. Yeah, I mean, you're not. I mean, they can't really run on Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean that that's what the Chiefs defense. that's what the Chiefs gotta look when they look at this game too. Like we're not gonna try to run on the Bucks because the Bucks are really good against the run. Their weakness is against the pass yeah. and we got Patrick Mahomes and all these guys. We're just gonna go, you know, sling it around and yeah. drop forty. That I think that's what their mindset is gonna be, or at least it should be, because Andy Reid's a pretty good coach. And I think when that's happened, the Bucks are gonna be forced to catch up and I think they'll be able to put up points on the board. I two most explosive offense. Oh yeah, two most explosive offenses in the game right now. Yeah. Two most talented weapons. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's my third pick. Chiefs, Bucks, over 56 points. Bang right. it. And my fourth pick this week is Miami, minus seven against the Jets. And, uh, well, my main reason is I do like betting against the Jets because Jets suck. I mean, this is a big rebound game for Miami or a good rebound game for Miami. Um, Miami needs this win to keep pace with Buffalo and the AFC East. Uh, right now they're a game behind. Patriots are two games behind them. Uh, big time coaching advantage in this one. I love Brian, Brian Flores. I think he's definitely the coach yep, of the year. Yep, definitely. He's a lock for the coach of the year. I can't believe the Dolphins. One thing I don't understand with Miami is that it kind of confused me last week because I saw Flores said uh, when they benched Tua, they felt Fitzpatrick gave him the best chance to win. <laughs> yeah, but, what I don't understand is, well... If your backup quarterback you think is going to give you the best chance to win when you're down, I don't know how much they were down when he got benched. They but. were down. They were down ten. I think maybe some of that had to do with the fourth quarter. Like you know, two is not a big play; doesn't force the ball yeah. down the field. Fitz Magic is kind of boom or bust, so I think that he kind of felt that he he was their best chance to put a lot of points on the board fast. And I mean, that's what I don't know if you saw, but they cut it down to seven. Then Fitz Magic went like eighty yards and got it all the way to the fifteen before he threw that pick. So I think that's what he was thinking there. But, I mean, I agree with it. If he gives you the best chance to win, I, I think I think you just start him. I honestly think this year with Miami's team, when I saw they put into a – I was like, well, that's going to be good. It's going to be good for Tua to get the reps. But I never thought Miami was actually legit. Yeah. But after seeing them the last couple of weeks, not counting last week, that game last week against Denver was just a roadblock. I mean, it's going to happen. You're not going to play perfect every game. Even though I did really like them against Denver last week. But, I mean, the last time these two played Miami and New York, it was 24-0. The Jets just got outmanned against Miami. I'm expecting a big bounce-back game for Miami in this one. Take them in the seven points. I like them by two touchdowns. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So that, that'll lead me to my fourth pick. And uh, it's going to be Seahawks favored by five and a half over the Eagles. Now, this when you bet on these two teams, man, it's like I don't even want to put too much analysis in it because these are the two my least two favorite teams to Take bet on. I, I never bet on the Eagles and I never bet on the Seahawks. I've actually started to bet against the Eagles this year. But um, they're both just so weird, man. Like, you'll, you'll bet on the Seahawks and it seems like every single game, they'll be up 21. Somehow they'll just turn it over and it'll be a three-point game at, at the very last second and Russell Wilson has to do some... Or, or they'll be down 21 and they have to come. It's five and a half. Yeah, five and a half. does play a lot of close games, but yeah, I can, that, Philly's also. I'm, I'm kind of smelling a backdoor cover here for Philly, but I do like the five and a half points. I think Seattle is more than five points better than Philadelphia. 
Um, so it'll just be a matter of if they show it. The Carson Wentz sack line is kind of funny. It's three and a half. Uh, I just I just kind of wanted to say that. That's, that's just funny to me. Uh, but the Seattle defense played well last week. They they held the Cardinals to 21. Uh, the unit's been, it's been terrible all year long. They've needed Russell Wilson to be a magician to win games. But, man, against, against Arizona, they actually played pretty well. They look like a respectable defense. I mean, they got some talent on that side of the ball. There's no reason they should be as bad as they are. But... I mean, I just like picking against Carson Wentz, man, and this Eagles team, five and a half. It just is the Monday nighter. I is it the Monday nighter? Or am yeah, I it's Monday yeah. Nighter. yeah, that's what I thought. The Monday night. I know you're gonna love watching the Eagles play the Fierce, play the Seahawks on Monday man. night. Taking that five and a half with Philly, man. Oh yeah, five yeah, and a half. Yeah. Carson Wentz, big game Monday night. Eagles, big upset. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. That's my fourth pick. Seahawks favored by five and a half. I'm just kidding. Seahawks are gonna beat the Eagles. Uh, all right, my lock of the week, my favorite pick is the Cardinals and the Patriots two and a half. Go get this sign right now before this changes. Cardinals against the Patriots two and a half. I mean, I definitely the Cardinals are definitely two and a half better than the Patriots. I mean, yeah. way better, not way better, but I think the I, Patriots, I would say they're two and a half better. The I Patriots think, have been. I think the Patriots get a little bit of name value just because they are the Patriots. I am not a believer in Cam Newton at all. Uh. Can't throw the ball. I don't think he's an NFL starting quarterback. I mean, I love the story. I mean, I respect him. But when you can't throw the ball inside the pocket, he he's just not an NFL typical quarterback. Yeah, I don't know if I disagree with you there or agree, but it, he has no weapons to throw to either. So it, even if whatever you believe there, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. So that just makes I don't think he's yeah. a good NFL starting quarterback by any no. means right now. I mean, he can make plays. So what happened with his feet? I mean, he's a playmaker. But, I mean, he's up there in age, 31 years old. I mean, how the Patriots are using them. I was cracking up at the beginning of the year how they were using them with Seattle. It's a goal line running yeah. back. Uh-huh. Him in the shotgun, put a fullback, couple yeah. tight ends, lead blocker. Yeah, that's what I like when they were doing that. Now he, he had like two rushing yards last game, like 365 throwing yards. He's just dropping back and just throwing it. I don't think – I mean, that's definitely not how the Patriots are going to beat the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots, how they're going to beat the Cardinals is running the ball, yeah, keeping the that ball clock. out of <laughs> Kyler Murray's hands which I don't think they'll be able to do. <clears throat> I mean, Arizona's defense is pretty average. Patriots' defense, pretty average. Definitely not nearly as good as they were last year. But two and a half points. Cardinals need this win especially. I mean, to keep pace in the NFC West with Seattle and the Rams. Um, yeah, I mean, Cardinals, that was going to be too much for Patriots to keep up with. Cardinals are going to need this win. They know they need this win. Hopefully Kyler's healthy. He had that shoulder injury last week. Uh, but I think he's healthy. Two and a half. Need this one to keep pace in the division. Take the Cardinals and take the points. All right, so that'll bring me into my fifth pick. Which this, this actually isn't my big luck. I actually messed this one up. My big luck was the Titans, like I said earlier. But I like the Raiders, uh, favored by three against the Falcons. This is actually the opposite of Preston's pick. I think my pick is the one that's going to be the winner. Uh, it is in Atlanta, so you know it's not it's not a given. But I just think this Raiders team, after it was an emotional loss against the Chiefs, but I was really impressed with their performance against the Chiefs by a lot of areas. They had some defensive players. I think they had eight guys on the COVID list all week. Didn't even get to practice. They looked pretty respectable against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. So I think I think they'll do a pretty good job against Matt Ryan, the sackable Matt Ryan. That's what Matt Matt Ryan is. He he, he gets sacked so easily now. Like if if it's like if they if they beat his matchup on the offensive line, he'll just concede. Falcons, he'll he'll just Falcons he'll just go to the ground. Falcons have to blow that up. Yeah, you think as soon so? as possible. If yeah. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. They need to get rid of both of them. I mean yeah. Matt Ryan. I like Matt Ryan. He's a good quarterback. Used to be a good quarterback. Um, yeah. I think he can get it done somewhere else, but. The Falcons been there for too long. Yeah, Outstate is welcome. 
uh, if I were Matt Ryan, I'd want to get out of Atlanta personally. Yeah, yeah, just just, just do him. something else. Yeah. Just, just go. <laughs> it's mean, it's time to I, if, uh, new beginnings somewhere. I would love to see Matt Ryan. I mean, on New England, even I think I think Matt Ryan on New England would be a way better fit than Cam Newton. I mean, I yeah. feel like McDaniel's knows how limited he is. I kind of like Newton. that Matt Ryan to New England. I yeah, like and especially if New England could sign like any sort of receivers, their best receivers. Jacoby Myers, Edelman, but Edelman's hurt. Jacoby Myers has actually been putting up some pretty decent yeah. numbers. Yeah, he's, he made a good ass catch yeah. last week, and it's crazy. It was yeah. like over his head. Like, yeah, uh, but and Nikhil, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Nikhil Harry. I mean, Nikhil Harry, he has all the tools. He looks like a mini DK Metcalf, first round pick. <laughs> Hasn't put up any sort of numbers. He has been hurt, but I mean, he needs to step up. He, he ain't done nothing for that first round pick. Nothing. nothing. He's, he's been a waste of first round. But he's literally pick. like a. He's like a mini DK Metcalf. You look at him and he's just physically yeah. opposing. Like he needs I, to step up. I guess it's just not translated. Who knows? But yeah, I think the Raiders. I think they're going to cover this three point spread. I really like them to win the game. I just think they're better than the Falcons right now. They also have more to play for. Falcons are rolling in at three and seven, and the Chiefs. I mean, excuse me, the Raiders are obviously right in the thick of the playoff hunt. So I like the Raiders to cover that three point spread. And um, yeah, so my big lock, the money maker, is you got to go put money on the Titans plus three point five. You're getting the hook as well. Um, when you just get a game of that evenly matched teams like that i don't think i don't think they'll be able to beat the titans twice like that i think the titans have they got some nuts man the titans got some nuts you saw it with the ravens um they're no bitches man you can't it's not easy to beat them twice so take take the hook take three and a half that's my big lock titans over the colts all right so that's going to be it for our money makers next we're just going to go ahead and preview week 12 we're just going to go down the list of the games starting with the thanksgiving games and tell you who we who we think is going to win and kind of why and go down the injury reports and everything like that so we're going to start Gonna start off with the first game, the 11:30 game, Thanksgiving, baby. The one that's probably about to start on your TV if you listen to this in the morning. Hopefully, you're listening to this before it starts. But uh, we got the Texans and we got the Lions. This one's in Detroit. Um, the Lions, the Lions are really banged up. You got Matt Stafford. He, Matt Stafford's gonna play though. You know he's gonna play with that thumb. <laughs> he's probable right now. If he doesn't play, so that that would obviously be a problem. But he's gonna play. DeAndre Swift is looking like he's probably gonna play now. But Kenny Galladay got downgraded the other day. The Lions are dealing with a crazy amount of injuries right now. Um, you can see last week they didn't even take a snap in the red zone against the Panthers. So, yeah, they're, they're looking really banged up right now. Yeah, um, Lions, yeah, very uninspiring last week. Um, I like the Texans personally in this game. Main reason I like the Texans is Deshaun Watson. The Texans as a team are a bit of a dumpster fire, but oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson's keeping that thing afloat a little bit. A little bit, A yeah. little bit. Uh, I think they made a great move by firing Bill O'Brien because, man, he just tore up their franchise. Yeah. That DeAndre Hopkins trade is easily the worst trade of the past. I mean, man, I mean, I don't know if there's a worse NFL football <laughs> trade in the past 10 years. I, that was terrible. How are you not going to get a first-round pick out of DeAndre yeah, Hopkins? Especially when you see, like, Jamal Adams got traded for, like, uh... Stephon Diggs got <laughs> traded for a first-rounder. I mean, no disrespect to Stephon Diggs, but he's not as good as DeAndre Hopkins. I do know Stephon Diggs. I'm pretty sure he leads the league. In receiving yards right now, he's. I'm surprised he's doing so well with Josh Allen. I like Josh yeah, Allen. I personally think he's a good quarterback. But how are you not going to get a first round pick out of DeAndre Hopkins? You're going to get a second round. Hey, 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 they got David Johnson and too. a washed David <laughs> Johnson. David Johnson. And too. I don't. I, I, they're bottom half of the league. I think running the ball, just awful. Bill O'Brien should never get another head coaching job. And if he ever gets another head coaching job, he should never have hold that much power in an organization again. Because and he traded Lamar. He traded yeah. for Lamar Miller. Yeah. I think he traded <laughs> yeah. for Lamar Miller, Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, and he traded yeah. two first round picks. Yeah. The three and eight. They don't have a first round pick this year. They don't have a second round pick. 
They're they're lost cause. Hey, but he loves his good veteran running backs, man. Yeah. Lamar Miller man, I, <laughs> and David Johnson. He loves his veteran. I feel running backs. I feel bad for you Texans fans, <laughs> but I'm not gonna feel bad for you Thursday because you guys do play the Lions. I like you guys come out on top of this. Yeah. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson will be the difference maker. I think it'll be a close game, but yeah. I think at the end. Deshaun Watson's going to make the difference, and I like the Texans bring uh, it out. To, to me, this is this is going to be a big um, – on if DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay plays, if both of them play, I got the Lions pulling it out, 31-28. If, um, if one of them's out, I think they need both of them to um, to be really effective on offense and win. If one of them's out, I think – if both of them out, I think it's going to be really ugly. They really, they really need DeAndre Swift. Yeah, um, yeah this seems 32nd against the run. So, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston's got the worst run defense in the league. So, uh, if they can play DeAndre Swift and, and Galladay, I think I like their chances to win this one, pull it out. But if they don't, like I said, one of them misses time, I think the, I think the Texans are going to pull it out. So, definitely look at, look at those two injuries when you're thinking about who you're going to bet on this game. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be it for Houston and Detroit. Moving down the list, next one we got the football team and the Cowboys. Um, is this one in Dallas or is it in Washington? It's in you know? Dallas. It's in Dallas, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. All teams going to go in there in Dallas and they're going to go get it done. Um, I already talked about this quite a bit in my picks. I think the football team has a good chance to win it straight up. That is my pick for the football team to win this one straight up. I like, I like, I'm like, i liking 24-21. I don't think the Cowboys will be able to do anything against his defense. Alex Smith has been playing better recently, been coming into his own. Cowboys are going to struggle to stop Antonio Gibson on the ground. That's something the football team is going to have to establish the run. They're going to have to establish it early because if they don't, it'll be a problem. This offense can get really ugly at times if they don't if they don't run the ball. Alex Smith playing game manager, but he's been playing better recently. I like the football team to win this one. Uh, this is a tough one for me. I can see this game going either way. They both suck. Uh, Dallas did look a little bit better last week against Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was going to run through them, but yeah, Dallas. Dallas football team. I think I'm gonna have to take. Man, that's a tough one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to take Dallas in this one. Uh, football team already beat Dallas once. Uh, I think Dallas is slowly getting a little bit better. As much as that pains me to say, they still suck. But I think they're slowly getting a little bit better. I think Andy Dalton, his weapons, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Zeke. I think they'll be able to make enough plays, and uh, I think they'll be able to squeak out a very, very close victory against the football team. But it will be competitive throughout the whole game. It wouldn't surprise me if the football team was able to pull it out. But yeah, I do like I do like the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, see, even even with that analysis, there either way, you you want to take the three points in this game. But what yeah. I was gonna say is, um, if you were to put a million dollars on every single Cowboy game this year, all ten of them. You would be six million dollars richer. This Cowboys team is two and eight against the spread. Um, it's a lot of Vegas knows that the, the Cowboys. People are gonna bet on the Cowboys. It's a public perception. It's the big D man, America's team. I think that's why they're getting the three points. But it's pretty confusing to me. I think right here is value again. I, but yeah, I thought, like yeah, I'm still betting on Washington. Washington. I do like yeah. them with the three points, but I could definitely see Dallas winning. The game, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think personally Dallas will win the game yeah. by three points. Yeah, it'll probably, it'll probably be by three points. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Vegas is pretty good with those odds, man. It's pretty crazy yeah. like how good Vegas is. It really odds. is. It really is. How, like, <laughs> yeah. like you'll just look. Like you could just look at games. No, and, like, nobody knows more than Vegas. Oh yeah. Nobody. Oh, yeah. I wonder like who works for Vegas. Like how do you get that job to make the lines at Vegas? Like those people know. decide. What they look at? Like what yeah. are they looking yeah. at? Like yeah. Because like people look at Vegas. No one ever thinks of like really what Vegas looks at I mean, to, to make the yeah, odds. I know. <laughs> but Vegas knows the most. I mean, I'm taking Vegas yeah. over any. I mean. Any sports person, 
I mean, they know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Vegas knows everything, man. Yeah. They're, they're adjusting the lines like every single injury update will go up. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what Vegas does. But that'll lead us to the Sunday night game. We got the Steelers and we got the Ravens. I'm gonna let Preston start this one off for you guys. Yeah. Um, personally, in this game, I like Baltimore. I like Baltimore. Um, I do. It does suck that Dobbins and Ingram are both out, and I'll probably have a couple more players out with COVID. Hopefully, they aren't too big of players. But yeah, I love Baltimore. What's I don't know what happened to them. Baltimore, uh, they haven't looked too inspiring this year. Uh, they have six more games left to play. This is big. I mean, they got to finish out this season strong. I mean, because if they don't, they're in danger of missing out on the playoffs. But and the Steelers, the Steelers are the fakest, <laughs> worst ten and O team. I mean, I've I don't think there's been a ten and O team recent memory. But I, I mean, can remember last time. Yeah, that I, I mean, it is impressive that they're ten and O, but. I mean, if you tell me, if you were to say, oh, the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl, the Steelers are the best team in the AFC, no. I don't think this team has any sort of chance against Kansas City. I, 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 I think they do. I think they have a chance against Kansas City. Why? I think they have a chance. Just because I, I feel like this team is a really good football team. I don't know if they're a 10-0, but I feel like they're a legitimate 8-2, and 9-1. They've had some close wins, but this they're so good on the defensive side of the ball. I think they got the best defense in the league. And they have a really they have a really strong defensive line and linebacker group, but that secondary. Bottom yeah, half of the league. Uh, they play somebody like Kansas City. They better hope they don't travel to Kansas City. They better hope they don't travel to yeah, Kansas they, they, City. They they need even, to get that by and they need to play yeah. at Heinz Field. Especially, I mean, even if there are no fans, I know Kansas City has a little bit of fans, but not, probably not any to make a difference. But I mean, Pittsburgh better hope they aren't traveling to Kansas City because if they go and travel to Kansas City, uh, they aren't going to win. I mean, <laughs> Mahomes, that offense, it's just too much. Man, I don't know. I, I just feel like that when you. Take how good the Steelers are defensively, and then all those weapons they have. Man, their their offense is so explosive. And Big Ben's, Big Ben's. I mean, he's got to stay healthy, but he's been playing pretty well. He's got so many weapons around him. People don't know how explosive this offense is. They do have Deontay Johnson, uh, Claypool. Clyde, I do like Claypool. Yeah, eleven Juju, touchdowns. Man, those year. are those three guys. Man, those are three three are, damn good receivers. Those are three legit receivers. Um, legit. But I just, I'm person. I'm not a personal believer in the Steelers I'm not a big Ben Roethlisberger fan uh <laughs> yeah oh yeah I've known that I know yeah that. um I mean if I when I look at the AFC right now I like I definitely I, Chiefs I like a lot better than Pittsburgh um I mean personally I can almost say I like Indianapolis better than Pittsburgh because Indianapolis and Pittsburgh kind of remind me of the same team um both defensive-minded teams that have capable offenses <clears throat> but when I look at the Colts and I look at the Steelers um, I'm going to have to give the defensive edge to Indianapolis. I think they have the number one ranked defense just in total this year. Uh, coaching edge, I'm giving to Indianapolis. Frank Wright. You, you like Frank Wright? Yeah, I like Frank Wright. You I like, like Frank, Frank Wright? Wright? I like Frank Wright. Frank but... Wright is the main and important reason. Uh, ever since he left the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Philadelphia has never been the same. Carson Wentz hasn't been the same. No, I mean, nobody's been the same. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I mean, he turned the Colts team around, um, you look at them last year; they were competing with Jacoby Brissett. Didn't have all. Even the though Andrew Luck problem. retired on him, he yeah. goes there. You're like, what? Well, and then Andrew if, Luck just retires if on him. Frank Reich had Andrew Luck, especially right now. If this team had Andrew Luck, uh, Indianapolis, this uh, would be a this Super would be Bowl. A Super yeah, Bowl yeah, team. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, that's just, had, Frank Reich is uh, a Super Bowl coach. 
if you guys don't know who Frank Reich is, or if you guys aren't paying attention to Frank Reich, I would probably advise you to because he is one of the best coaches in man, the NFL. Man, just think about it. That's kind of painful to think about, man. I wonder if Andrew Luck wakes up and thinks about that sometimes. Like, if I would have stayed on this Colts team, this Colts team would be, oh, they, yeah. they might be Super Bowl favorites, to I, be honest with I you. I like Phillip Rivers, but, I mean, Andrew yeah. Luck is much better than <laughs> yeah. Phillip Rivers. At this stage of his career, yeah. I mean, it's no it's no contest. If, oh, come on, Andrew Luck. You need to go back, man. I know. That's just, that's just disappointing. But, but uh. If I'm picking Ravens Steelers, uh, yeah, I like the Ravens in this game. Just coming off, they've lost two other last or three other last four, lost two straight, six and four. Uh, as I mean, they need this win. They yeah. have to have this win. The Ravens do got they more. They have to. Huh? I mean, if they lose this game, they're five games behind in the division. Uh, they'll be a game and a half behind Cleveland, maybe two after Sunday. Six and five. Um, I wish I had the wild card picture out in front of me. But, yeah, Baltimore has to have this win. I think they're going to know they have to have this win. Uh, Pittsburgh's 10-0. This is where they're going to get their first loss. Uh, I like the Ravens in this one. Um, yeah, Lamar yeah, Jackson so. makes enough plays, pulls it out. All right, all right. I, I like the Steelers to pull this one out. I like I like them to do it. It'll probably be by a field goal or four to five points. I think the Ravens will probably cover. I like Preston's pick there. But I'm not too con- – I, I can see the Steelers pulling it out by a touchdown. I think, to me, it depends who is on the COVID list. Obviously, you got to see. Hopefully, it's not too many guys because I want to see a really good game. This is prime time Thanksgiving, man. I think these ten and no Steelers. I think they're going to come ready to play. I think they heard the noise about how they're kind of fraudulent, kind of how Preston's saying. Maybe they'll listen to this podcast Thanksgiving morning and be like, "All right, the world doesn't believe." But I, it's it's prime time, man. I, they're going to be juiced up. Um, they're going to be ready to play. So I'd like the Steelers to win that one. Moving on, moving on. That's going to take us to the Chargers and the Bills. Now, this is a pretty interesting game here. Um, Bills are favored by five and a half. I like the I like the Bills, but I mean Justin Herbert, he, he's been playing so well. Right. Anytime he's on the field, this they have a chance to win. Herbert's <laughs> easily the best yeah. rookie quarterback in this class, at least uh this year at least. I mean, he's got all the tools. He's six five, throws an amazing ball, has a great deep ball. His deep ball is his deep ball is really impressive. Um he's got amazing weapons, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. Yeah. He's getting Ekelecker back maybe this week. Oh, yeah. That'll help big time because they haven't really had much of a run game. I mean, they've had Colin Balage play. Um, Balage, Terrible. Terrible. Awful. Terrible. Balage is not a running back one. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing playing him. I mean, they do have Kelly and I uh, forgot the other guy's name, but, I mean, they weren't really producing either. But Ekelecker coming back will be a big get for him. Uh Man, I want it. I kind of. Where's the game at Buffalo? Or yeah, yeah, it's at Buffalo. Uh, I think it's at. Um, yeah, it's at Buffalo. It's at Buffalo. Well, my pick. It depends if Ekelecker plays. I think Ekelecker will be a really big uh, upgrade for them. I think he'll take a lot of pressure off Herbert. Buffalo's defense. Uh, their pass defense isn't very good. Their secondary is uh, outside of Tre'Davious White, kind of average. I think Herbert will be able to make some plays. If Ekelecker plays, I'm taking the Chargers. If Ekelecker isn't able to suit up. I like Buffalo, but just all depends for me if Eckler plays. He'll help Herbert a lot, get the run game going. Eckler's amazing out of the backfield catching passes. Uh, I just think he's he'll be a big help if he's able to play. And I'm looking at the injury report for the Chargers. I didn't realize that they got healthy almost everywhere. Um, I'm kind of liking. <laughs> I don't know about you, but after seeing this, after seeing how healthy they've got, and just looking at the matchup, I'm kind of liking the five and a half points that the Chargers are yeah. getting. I'm kind of wishing I might have put that on my on my five picks. And, and the Chargers, I mean, they are three and seven, but I all mean, their games are close, man. Yeah, all their games are really close. The roster's Classic nice. Chargers. They got a really good roster. Yeah, they, they do have, have a really good roster. Good roster. They have, I, I like their offense a lot. Their offensive line, outside of their offensive line, and that is a big position. Um, their offensive line's pretty. 
it's pretty meh to say the least. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Chargers, Herbert, Eckler comes back. I'm taking the Chargers. Bills. I'm I'm, ta- I'm taking the Bills 29-28. That's what I'm taking. I'm taking the Bills by one point. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it. I'm taking uh I'm just gonna I'm taking Chargers. Um, 24-20. I think Josh Allen will make some mistakes. Some Herbert mistakes does enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean Josh Allen. He's improved a lot, but I mean he's still a bit of a gambler. He's still prone to make some mistakes. I think these are gonna be one of those games where. His mistakes will cost him and will cost the Bills, and the Chargers are going to pull off the upset uh, 24-20. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like that pay. I think it could go either way. It's going to be a pretty good game. But um, that's our next game is going to be <laughs> – this is where we disagree. We go to Las Vegas and we go Atlanta. Um, that's going to be a pretty good game here. Uh, we saw what this Falcons team was not able to do against New Orleans. That was a pretty bad performance. They're going to have to bounce back and play better than that. But um, They will. They will. Um, I mean, Atlanta – what can you say? Uh, I don't know. After the Super Bowl, they just haven't been the same. I mean, they're blowing leads. This is another team that shouldn't be 3-7. and seven. I know the Cowboys game, I mean, they had no excuse losing that game. Lost it. Lions, uh, no excuse losing that game. Lost it. Uh, Chicago, another, I think, three-touchdown lead. Lost the game. I mean, <laughs> if you look at this team, I mean, they could easily, easily be 6-4 and four right now. Yeah. But they're saying at 3-7. and seven, the Raiders, uh, I mean, they are really improved, I will say. The Raiders, I love John Gruden. Oh, Derek yeah. Carr's oh, yeah. looked a lot better. John Gruden's got the team playing John, for him, man. John Gruden they might love, be They love John Gruden. Yeah. No, that's what I said. I said Brian Flores is the lock for coach of the year, but the only reason he might not is if they collapse or something and miss the playoffs and the Raiders do make the playoffs. Then yeah. I could see him maybe giving it to Gruden. I, I, yeah. If, I mean, if the Raiders make the playoffs and, yeah, and if Miami were to miss it, I would give it to Gruden. I yeah. mean, he's done an amazing job with the Raiders. I mean. The Raiders for the past, when's the last time they made the playoffs? It's been a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, I mean, Gruden's kind of changed that culture around, I think. I think he's really, really helped Derek Carr. Derek Carr kind of looks like a lost cause before Gruden um, outside of that one year. Yeah, he looks pretty good now. He yeah, looks he, pretty good now. He, he's looking I mean, he's looking like a player. Yeah. Um, I, I don't Funny, <laughs> Aguilar. Aguilar all of a sudden is making plays for the Raiders. Uh, he's got hands. He's got hands. Yeah, I, I, Eagles fan, I mean, I – I've watched Aguilar for the past however long he was in Philly, and I, I, I never saw him do anything like he's doing in the Raiders. He's making plays. I mean, yeah, good for Aguilar. But, yeah, Raiders, Falcons. Give me the Falcons. Why do you like the Raiders in this game? I like the Raiders, man. I just think they're the better team. I just think they're the better team, quite simply. Julio Jones being kind I, I, of slowed I mean, down I also, by the I also think the Raiders are a better team than the Falcons. I mean, I, I think that. Yeah. But – not on Sunday. They won't be a better team <laughs> on Sunday. They won't be a better team on Sunday. I think that I, I just think they got a better chance to be a better team on Sunday with John Gruden fine for this playoff bird. This is this is a game that they got to wake up and they got to show up and play for. And I, mean, I think they're going to show up and play this for. This is it. a really big game for the Raiders. I mean, they're sitting at 6 and 4 right now. Yeah, yeah, so. 3 games behind Kansas City. Um, but I mean, Matty Ice, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. I mean, those three Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, I mean, that might be the best one-two receiver to, uh, duo in the league right now. I mean, the Raiders' defense is eh, meh. Like, I mean, the Falcons' defense is suspect. The Falcons, if they can stop Josh Jacobs, they can cause some issues for the Raiders. I mean, if the Raiders can't get that run game going, they're going to have issues throwing the ball. I mean, the Falcons' pass defense is pretty, it's pretty bad. But Falcons, I mean... I think this is a good upset pick this week, especially with their spread. Um, the Raiders are good, but I don't think they're anything too crazy. I don't think 
I don't even know if they're three points better than the Falcons. I mean, I think the Falcons three and seven record is Falcons record is very deceiving. Yeah, I like the Falcons this week. Uh, you might not, but I don't care. <laughs> Raiders Raiders thirty one, Falcons twenty four. Uh, Falcons Falcons thirty, Raiders twenty seven. All right, so that'll bring us on to the next game. We're gonna go Giants at Bengals. Uh, I'm gonna make this one quick. There's really not a lot, not a lot to taking cover here. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Giants. I'm taking the Giants. Uh, I'm taking the Giants. I'm gonna go 24-14. Take, uh, that's my pick. I'll take the Giants. Uh, 20-30-10. Uh, the Bengals with Burrow getting hurt. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the. I don't even want to talk about this game. I don't yeah, want to talk. This about game that. is irrelevant. If you're watching this game on Sunday, you're either a Bengals fan or a Giants fan. But yeah. this game. Yeah, that's irrelevant. All right, so that's bringing us into the next game. It's going to be Titans-Colts. Uh, th- this one is not irrelevant. This is the complete opposite. Two seven and 7-3 teams battling for first place in the AFC South. Um, man, this is going to be a really exciting game. It's a rematch of what we saw Thursday. And what did you see Thursday, like uh, that Thursday night game a couple weeks ago? Uh, I saw the Colts manhandle the Titans. That's yeah. what I saw. I mean, they worked them up front, uh, dominated the line of scrimmage. Uh, I mean, they practically did whatever they wanted to them. I mean, it was a close game in the first quarter, but after that second qu- or not the first quarter, mind me, set first half. But that second half, I want to say it was it was tied. The Titans yeah. may have been winning yeah. at halftime. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's where you see the coaching advantage. Frank Wright making adjustments. Coming out of halftime. Coming out of halftime. Uh, making adjustments and dominating. I mean, I think Phillip Rivers, t- Titans defense is very suspect, not very good. Colts defense is legit it might be the best defense in the league but um i'm taking the i'm taking the colts taking them again to beat the titans i like them here uh let's say i like them 24 to 24 to 17 24 17 all right now i I say um i talked quite a bit about this in my best so i'm not going to go quite into it in depth but um I think the Titans. I, I think there's gonna be a really close game. I do, but I, I like the hook that they're getting. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Colts 24-21. I think the Titans are gonna cover it with that field goal. I just like when I think. I think everyone can agree that this game is probably gonna be a really close game. Probably gonna come down to the wire. And when you get a game like that, that probably is. It just feels good when you get that hook. You know, when you get that extra point five. Um, I do like the, the Titans spread, but. Yeah, but I like the Colts this yeah, week. But I, I like the Colts to win the game as well. In Indianapolis, it's tough to beat a good team twice in a row. But I think the Colts Colts are probably – I think the Colts oh, yeah, are a little bit Indi- better than the Titans. It is in Indianapolis. Yeah, it is in Indianapolis. Yeah, so. the Colts worked Tennessee in Tennessee. Now they're getting them at home two weeks later. Man, uh, I just can't wait to watch this game, though. Yeah. I, I can't wait this to watch this game. This is going to be a really good one to watch. This is going to be a really good one to watch. It's in so many, winner, in so many areas. Winner, yeah, winners on top of the AFC South sitting at 8-3. <laughs> I guess Playoff for your fantasy team, good. Yeah. I guess Jonathan Taylor is, is the running back again. Do you see he yeah, got 22, 22 carries? Yeah, I was a... watching him last week, and you guys were talking crap on him, <laughs> oh, saying was, he just oh, yeah. runs oh, yeah. into the back of his no, line. He looked, did he, did he, did he run pretty good? He looked really good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know he's a good running back. I watched him at Wisconsin, but I don't know what like, – four looked... weeks I watched him, man. I don't know if he was just mentally impaired. I don't what... know, but Green Bay's rush defense is also, like, bottom half of the league. Yeah. But, I mean, the Colts, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, yeah, he looks good. If they can get him going – so I I'm, I mean I like Naheem Hines I like uh, Jordan Wilkins but I like Jonathan Taylor better I mean a second round pick was a beast at Wisconsin I think it might I think he might have finally got over that speed bump last week 22 carries 90 yards should have had a touchdown but holding call brought it back but yeah I mean Colts I mean if Philip Rivers can play decent and they can run the ball which I think they will be able to. Yeah, I'm taking them over the Titans. All right, so that's going to bring us into our next one. We're going going to go to Minnesota, U.S. Bank Stadium, Minneapolis. Um, 
Adam Thielen's out with COVID. That that's a pretty big loss right there for this Vikings team. The Vikings are favored by three and a half. Um, XFL star PJ Walker is going to be starting for the Panthers again. I, I like watching him play. I think I think he's pretty solid. I was really I surprised think, yeah. last week when they beat yeah. the Lions twenty to zero. Yeah, no, I saw him because I think it was week two. Teddy went out like his helmet fell off for a play or something, and they put PJ Walker yeah, out there, I and I that. saw him make it call it audible, yeah, <laughs> and he just threw a deep one to Lindsay. I was like, all right, I like <laughs> PJ Walker, man, coming out just yeah. one play, just dropping dimes. But uh, I like him. I like him. He's exciting to go. I like what the Panthers did. And when they got their backup, you know, they didn't just go get a Matt Glennon, like a, yeah. a big established 34-year-old yeah. guy. They, they went and got the XFL MVP. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I think, man, he's playing pretty well. I think he gives them a pretty good chance to win. Um, this game, man, it, it could go either way. The Vikings have – that was a really disappointing loss for the Vikings last weekend for the Vikings fans. I got some friends that yeah. are Vikings fans and – they really thought they're just gonna go win that one, go five and five. You know, in the NFC, when you're five and five, you're right in there. Yeah, because our mean, seven spots up for grabs right now. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings could have won that game last week. They're riding thick things for playoffs. I mean, two games behind Packers, uh, tied for second place if they were able to win last week. But that loss last week, that was very detrimental to their playoff chances. I mean, they started one and five last week. I mean, um, I thought they were gonna go to five and five. They had no business losing to the Cowboys, in my opinion. I think the Vikings are a way better team than Dallas. They were at home. But I mean, it's the NFL. You never know. I'm gonna I mean, read I wish the AFC could just give a team to the NFC because when you take a look at these standings, all right, I'm gonna the first six teams are pretty surefire locked to make the playoffs. You got the Saints, the Packers, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Cardinals. They're all six and four and better. But then when you get to that seventh spot, you got the Bears coming in at five and five, and then the Niners at four and six. The Lions, the Lions will be tied for us. Oh no, we're missing. I'm missing the. Um, oh, the NFC. Yeah, I'm missing the NFC East. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I was looking at that because I'm just looking at like the conference the rankings. NFC East so, teams yeah, are no, that's the seventh team. Yeah, so I think I think the the Bears. I think the Cardinals are going to probably make the playoffs there. Yeah. I think that's going to be the playoffs. Going to be the NFC East champ. Saints, Packers, Seahawks, Rams, Bucks, and Cardinals. Those are probably going to be your seven mm-hmm. teams. But regardless, if the Lions would have won last week, they would have been one game behind the Cardinals. Um, but, yeah, this is a game they have to win if they want to stay in the race. And I guess the Panthers, too, if you really want to say that they're in the race, they're going to have to run the table, go 5-0. and But um, I'm, I'm taking the Vikings in this one. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Vikings because they don't have Bridgewater. I do like P.J. Walker. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a hell of a story. But uh, I don't like him to beat Minnesota here. I like Minnesota coming off a loss, being pissed off. Dalvin Cook, Carolina's rush defense is terrible. Dalvin Cook, big day. Kirk Cousins won't have to do a lot. I'm taking the or the Vikings uh, 24 to 14. I'm going Vikings 28-24. Um, that's going to be it for that one. So now we're going to move on. This Preston Zeke, he can't wait to talk about this one. We got Cardinals-Patriots. I'm going to let, let him take it first. Uh, I mean – I, like, I mean, I just think the Cardinals are a better football team, and I think they're playing for a lot more right now. I mean, the Patriots here are sitting at 4-6, and six, outside looking in. Yeah, they got to run the table yeah. if they want any chance. They, Don't run think the table. they won't be a playoff team this year. They aren't running the table. Cam Newton's not running the table. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, telling me that New England is going to beat or, uh, Arizona? No. I mean, Arizona, they're playing for so much more. They're 6-4, and four, a game out of their division. Uh, they're right in the thick of playoff things. I mean, the Patriots do have a big coaching advantage. I mean, but they have a big coaching advantage every week. Uh, I mean, give me the Cardinals. I mean, no. give me the Cardinals 27 20 
Yeah, um, I, th- I think the Cardinals, I mean, I think they are the better team. But to me, when I see this Patriots team, it's pretty weird. Like, they play down to their competition. They could lose anybody. And I think this is also a team that can beat anybody. You kind of saw that with the Ravens. Because, I mean, they, they kind of dictate the, the game. But the Ravens aren't the same team they were last year. No, I mean, they aren't. They, they aren't. aren't nearly as good. And that game, it was piss rain. Like, it was raining yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But, I mean... You could say that helps. I mean, uh, the Ravens just as much as the Patriots do. But yeah, I mean that's what I. But I mean, if, every time you got Bill Belichick with that hood down and the rain coming yeah, down, you know I, he's I, probably going to yeah, win that I just game don't think, I just don't think the Patriots' offense can keep up with the Cardinals' offense. I mean, the Patriots' defense is going to have to play lights yeah, out. Yeah, I mean they can't. If they play like they did last week, they won't be able to keep up with them. If they just throw it forty times yeah. with Cam, yeah, they're, the, they're going to have to yeah, keep it on the ground. Yeah, they can do that. If the Patriots can run the ball and play good defense, I mean that's their recipe for winning: running yeah. the ball, keeping the ball out of Car- or, uh, Kyler's hands, and uh, playing good defense. Uh, and I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm taking the Cardinals, twenty-seven seventeen. Uh, Kyler Murray's going to be too much. Cam Newton won't have any answers. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Cardinals 24-22. <laughs> I'm going to take the Patriots to cover that 2.5. Just, just to do it. Um, that's going to bring us into our next game. This is another one that we probably won't talk about too much. But I mean, they, there are some interesting points. We got Dolphins Jets. Um, this one, I can see this one being the one that the Jets pull out. Uh, just because, I mean, actually, not really. Actually, not really. I think I just kind of wanted to say that. I think that, I think the Dolphins are probably going to win this game. The Dolphins are 6-4. and four, You know, they, they really need this one to stay in the playoff hunt. Uh, but I do like what Joe Flacco is bringing to the Jets. I like watching him. He might be earning himself, I don't know if it'd be the right move, but he might earn himself another job. If, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if your team goes out and signs Joe Flacco. My I don't team think went that's out your, and signed Joe Flacco. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now, I would not be happy. The Eagles, uh, I mean, but, they bitch Carson Wentz to bring in Joe Flacco. Yeah, I would not be happy about that one. But, but definitely, I think he's one of the best backups in the league. Oh, yeah. sure. No doubt he's about elite. it. Yeah, Joe Flacco, elite. Joe Flacco is elite again. He's I elite. watched him against the Patriots. I actually, against the Patriots, I put $15 on the Jets to win that game just yeah. straight up. Oh, yeah. That would have been a Freaking, good payout for you, yeah, too. Yeah, $50, $15 for 50 they just Jets win the whole game. Flacco, you know. Does pick, <laughs> and then the game just goes. I mean, turns right around. But yeah. I mean, am I taking the Dolphins or the Jets? Of course, I'm taking the Dolphins. The Jets have no chance in this game. Uh, I disagree Dolphins with you there. I think it could be a good game. No, I think it could be a good game. No, uh, no chance. Dolphins coming off a loss. Jets want to lose at this point. The players might not want to lose, but I can tell you right now, the organization wants to lose. They want Trevor Lawrence. You think they want to miss out on Trevor Lawrence? No. Yeah, they want. Trevor What's Lawrence. more important, getting Trevor Lawrence? Or winning the rest of these games. I mean, if I were if if I were to say, I mean, I think the Jets go zero and sixteen. I don't think they beat anybody. I don't think they're good they enough got, to beat they got anybody. Kind of a tough schedule coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think they want to go zero and sixteen. Obviously, the players don't want to go zero and sixteen, but the organization wants to go zero and sixteen. I mean, the biggest prize for them this year isn't wins or losses. It's Trevor Lawrence and that number one pick. Going zero and sixteen. That's it, just so embarrassing. Yeah, I, I like the Dolphins. Uh, I like the Dolphins. Thirty to ten. 30 to 10. Just, I'm gonna yeah. take so so you like that Dolphins line, huh? Was that in your picks? Yeah, that was in my picks. So I'm gonna like go. Uh, I'm gonna go Dolphins 24, Jets 17. I think the Jets keep it kind of competitive, but kind of competitive. Probably be a backdoor cover. Next game we got the Browns and the Jags. Kind of the same thing as last one. Um, this is a game between a team wanting Trevor Lawrence and a team that's playing for an AFC playoff berth. So, um, what do you think about this one? What's some things to watch? Uh, what's some things to watch in this game? Yeah. What do you think about Kevin Stefanski and the job he's done so far in Cleveland? You think it's kind of it's kind of weak schedule and they're kind of pulling out some wins, or you think he's a pretty good coach? Uh, 
think he's a good coach. I think he's been done a good job at Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland seven and three. I mean, I definitely didn't expect him to be seven and three at this point. Yeah. But I think Cleveland's biggest issue is Baker. I mean, Baker holds that team back. They're very bottom passing per game. Uh, I mean, they're first rushing per game, and they have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. But, I mean, I guess when you do have those two and you guys, and they have the offensive line they do, Baker doesn't have to do a whole much. But when he's asked to do something. That could be a problem. Yeah. That could be a problem. Like in the playoffs, he's, yeah. he's going to scare oh, the shit out of me in the in playoffs. The playoffs <laughs> I, I do not like Cleveland at all in the playoffs because <laughs> I think Baker will get exposed in the playoffs. He's an issue. I'm like, I don't know what Cleveland's doing. I don't know what they plan on doing with Baker. I don't know when his contract's up. I don't know if they want to extend him. But I think if Cleveland ends up extending Baker, they're making a big I mean, that's a big decision. You don't think he's a franchise QB? No. Do you? I mean, I don't think like he's the guy I want to put my keys to and just say, give give it to Baker. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have, look at these quarterbacks, would you rather have Baker Mayfield or... Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Kirk Cousins? I think that's that's a, Ooh, that's a that's that a good comparison right there. I don't. Like, yeah, I'm taking Captain Kirk. I think <laughs> Kirk Cousins over. Kirk. I think Kirk Cousins is more capable than yeah, Baker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I haven't. Too. Nobody's seen anything from Baker. I mean, he has a good game here and there, but after he has a good game, yeah. I mean, it's a cycle for him. Yeah, he has a good a game, <laughs> and then just looks terrible. I mean, even against Philly last week, I get they won. But I mean, Baker was trying to throw that game. Baker, yeah, Baker didn't look good. No, the I, Eagles just suck. I yeah. mean, I, I I'm sure. That, I mean, I don't watch the Browns every week, but I'm sure that happens a lot of times. I mean, they just rely on their run game. I know, like two weeks ago, they beat Houston ten to yeah ten to three. Yeah, uh, yeah that's I mean, a recipe for success. They yeah. need that rain and that. I mean, it, it, the rain's coming down. That's that's what but, they need, I mean. I, I do like Cleveland against Jacksonville this week. Uh, Jacksonville's Jacksonville's so banged up, too. Jacksonville's got so much injuries going on. That Jake Luton dude. I don't know about (laughs) him. He's got a good spin move. He's got a good spin move. I mean, I don't even think he threw for 100 last week. Three picks. Yeah, he might throw four picks. (laughs) Yeah. Luton ain't it. Jaguars want to lose. Give me the Browns uh, 20-7. Yeah, I got the Browns. I got the Browns 24-6. Yeah. Um going to bring us into our next game and that's going to be San Francisco and the LA Rams. This one's going to be in Los Angeles. This one's a pretty interesting game. Jimmy G's going to miss yet another game. Nick Mullins is going to be the starter. What do you think what what do you think about Jimmy G in San Francisco? What do you think about his future? Oh, man. I mean, I don't know about Jimmy G, man. I think how how long do they have him signed? Do you know how long they have him signed? Like 3 more years? Is it 2 or 3 sure? more years? I, I you think you think it expires soon? Uh, I don't know, but I... Let's take a look at that. We're taking a look at that one second. But, I mean, either way, I mean, when you take a look at this game, um, Sean McVay, I, I really like the coaching job he did last week before the end of the game. I don't know why they got so tentative at the end there against against uh, against the Buccaneers. But I like their chances. I mean, obviously, you got to like the the Rams' chances here. I think they're just the better team than the Niners right now. The Niners are the Niners are getting healthier though. The Niners have got healthier aside from Jimmy G. But how long is Jimmy G's contract? Yeah, Garoppolo signed through 2022, uh, five years. Yeah, so he's got two more years million. after this one. I don't think Garoppolo. I mean, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a decent quarterback. But do I think San Francisco can do better? Yes. Um, I mean, San Francisco. I love their zone scheme. I love Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I think they have. They're a really good team. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl last year. They're. I mean, the injuries they've dealt with this year have just been super unlucky. Yeah, they've been crazy, crazy um, injuries. But I mean, in this game, I think this game will be close. I think San Francisco will keep it close. Yeah. Um, they I, actually I, are healthier. Like, I was looking at the injury report, and it's not too many people. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but the difference is uh, San Francisco. San Francisco is just not healthy enough to beat LA. 
Uh, I don't like Nick Mullins. I think Nick Mullins, I mean, he's a decent backup quarterback, but every time I've watched Nick Mullins, I've never got the impression of anything too special. But, yeah, give me the Rams and uh, Jared Goff, Sean McVay. I think they'll do enough to get the job done. But I, I could see 49ers maybe pulling out a, a W yeah, here. I can, I can see it. If you, if you kind of want to get ballsy with it, you could, you could throw a 49ers money line there. Yeah, I mean, make, 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 the Rams are coming off the, I mean, they're coming off a big win. Uh, I think, especially in the first half, uh, I think, I think the Rams, it's weird. Like, it's like every four weeks, like the Rams will just come out and not look like the same team. You know what I mean? Like they'll just look flat as hell. They've had a really, really, they've had a really, really, really bad travel schedule. They've had a really bad travel schedule. There was one game. I forgot who they were playing. It was Miami. They it was Miami. Like shit <laughs> yeah. Miami. Miami. Yeah. No, them around. They were down like 14 with five minutes and like walking the ball up and snapping it like with two seconds on the play. I was like, what the fuck are you guys yeah. doing, man? Like, you guys got to snap the ball, I man. I don't know what I like, think about Jared Goff either. Like, yeah. I, I think he works fine he, he's, with McVay. He's got, he's he got a good arm, man, and he's like trying to put McVay's head in his arm. I think, I think that's that's kind of what it is. I think he gets a little – I think he gets a little too much hate. I mean, he's he's done a lot more than a lot of other yeah, NFL made quarterbacks to the Super Bowl, have. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean – He's got a good ball. Um, he's got some good weapons. I'm a big fan of Cooper Cup. I know you're a big fan of Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah, my my little Cooper Cup yeah. man. Robert Woods. Uh, was they th- those two receivers are so underrated. They are. I think. They're, they're really underrated. underrated really underrated right receiving duo. And they used to have Brandon Cooks in there too. Yeah, those dudes are nasty. Yeah, but yeah, I'm taking the Rams in this one, even though I do think score? they come out flat. Uh, the score will be 27-24. I like the Rams by three. Um, I think it'll be a close game, and I think the Rams come out flat. And I think uh, if you're a pick it up late, yeah. If you're a if you want to put maybe a little 49ers, I don't know what their spread is in the first Seven half, and a half, but is, uh, oh yeah, first half, yeah, first, first half, half spread. I, I I mean I don't know. I think I, the Rams think come I, out flat. They probably got the hook. I, I think the Rams will probably be up like three and a half yeah. in the first half, so I might not be bad. Where's um, the game at? The game is in Los Angeles. I mean, not that it even matters. I mean, I <laughs> I personally am not trying to take too much into home field advantage this year just because of the no fans. I think if you look like, I think the road teams might have a better record yeah. than the home teams. I mean, the traveling sucks for them, I'm sure. But, like, without the fans, I mean, it's just not the same. Yeah, that's not anything. I, like, yeah. I haven't really been looking at the home field advantage. You're just playing on a, just playing on a neutral yeah. field pretty much. Yeah. One team has to travel. One team doesn't. But, uh, yeah, I'm giving I, me LA. I'm going to do the exact same score, actually, 27-24. That's actually what I was going to say. That's actually pretty crazy. Not even stealing that from me. But uh, moving on, this is going to be – I wish this was a Sunday nighter. Come on, NFL. You got to do better. Uh, but this is the most exciting game probably maybe of the season. I know a lot of people have just cannot wait to watch this game. Probably the two most exciting teams in the league. We got the Chiefs going to Tampa. Raymond James Stadium. We got uh, the 9-1 and Chiefs against the 7-4 and Buccaneers. Buccaneers coming off that tough loss when Brady was looking like, I mean, it's actually, it, it really is a thing now. I don't think it's even denying it that Brady does not like playing in the prime time. I don't think it's the pressure. It's definitely not the pressure. I think it's just literally late. Like, I think he has a routine where he goes to bed at like 8.30 or 9 every night. Brady, Brady <laughs> loves the prime Brady, time. Just he not just, this year. Just not late, man. Give him, give him the prime time. Like, he needs his playoff games at 3. Not, he like, needs I don't to go. know if Brady, I mean, he could be regressing. I mean, he hasn't looked as good. He didn't look good last year, but, I mean, with the amount of weapons he has, I mean, yeah. he's got Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. I mean, those yeah. are four all-pro players. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Gronk yeah. might not be the it's, same. I think he's the best receiving core of all time. Oh, yeah. I do, too. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, yeah. he, I mean, but I I don't know what I think about Bruce Arians. I think I'm Bruce, not, yeah. He's always coming out bashing uh, his players, <laughs> yeah. bashing Brady. I've never seen him put any sort of blame on himself. Uh, 
Bruce Arians, I I don't know what to think about. I was him. actually I, I was a big good. fan of Bruce Arians before this year, but this year too. Yeah, he's always bashing Jameis yeah. Winston for some <laughs> yeah. reason. I mean, I get uh, Jameis Winston. I'm sure he was a pain in the ass to coach. I mean, I couldn't even imagine coaching him. Yeah. I mean, watching my quarterback throw 30 picks would have to be like just the worst thing ever. But I, I just think. But I mean, the the play calling's been so bad for the Buccaneers too. I know. Like from Bruce, I think Tom Brady. They it, don't it, run the ball. There has like, to be a point where Tom Brady just has to take the keys and start calling well, the plays himself. They don't run the ball well. I mean, I'm pretty sure Fournette last week had like eight rushes for yeah. 17 yards yeah. and. Uh, Ronald Jones had like however like six or seven yeah. rushes for like twenty yards. Yeah, I mean if you're only they're, they're so one dimensional. If yeah. they were ever able to run the ball and set up that pass, yeah, I and mean, the play action Brady's yeah, so good off I the know. play action, and they they don't run the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I think that's their biggest issue is not running the ball. Yeah. Instead they need of running to the ball, establish yeah. that. I mean if they can establish a run game, it sets up so yeah. many more things for their offense. Yeah. I mean someone's going to be one-on-one. It, so you, you have Ronald Jones and you have um, Leonard Fournette, but instead of giving them the ball to run, they want to throw him screen yeah, passes. They're using, they're, I mean, they're using Fournette as a pass-catching back. I mean, that was his biggest, like, yeah. flaw out of in Jacksonville. He's, he's the pass-catcher. Like, who would have ever thought let's use him as a pass-catching back? <laughs> I don't understand, like, what they're doing and, like, why they're doing it. But, yeah, I mean, if, if especially this weekend, if Tampa Bay wants – any any chance of beating Kansas City. They have yeah. to run the ball. I mean, I don't know what why they won't. I mean, they've had a couple big games. Ronald Jones, I mean, yeah. that's their biggest thing. I mean, when they can run the ball, they can win games. Especially, like, when you look at it, the Rams. Like, the Rams are a little bit susceptible against the run, you know, and they have a really good pass defense. So, yeah. going into that game, you would ha- you would think, like, all right, yeah, we're going to try to establish the run instead of the play action. I just, they think, don't they get, I mean, I just so. think they throw it out the window too quick. Like, yeah. it's not working. I mean, against uh, New Orleans, they had a – History low, five rushing attempts. Uh, yeah, I mean, you run the ball five times, you're not going to win. I mean, I yeah. get it. I get where the league's going. It's more of a spread offense, throw the ball everywhere. So it's but like pressing. It's like you playing Madden, yeah, man. It's like, it's yeah, like it, Bruce Arians is basically me playing Madden. <laughs> I mean, run it here and there, but we're letting it fly. And I just, you know, for them to have any chance to win this week, they got to establish the run. Uh, but I don't think they will, and I think Kansas City. Even Kansas City? It, yeah, I'm taking Kansas City. Uh Give me Kansas City, 37-31. 37-31. Too much firepower. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I'm going to take them 33-31. I'm taking the Bucks to pull it out. I just think this, this is going to be a really close one. Once again, one of those really close games. I think it could go either way. Um, but I'm banking that the Buc- Buccaneers got the ball last. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Who well, had the ball last? They had, they had the ball last last week, and uh, Brady just throws yeah. it right into the hands <laughs> yeah. of that safety. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he did have the ball. ball had, last he had the ball last. last week. I mean, he had the yeah, ball <laughs> plenty of times in the second half, and did absolutely nothing. Yeah, that was. I mean, it, it's it's kind of tough to to Chiefs defense say that after big this, time but... improved. Uh, I don't know, but the thing with the Buccaneers, one week they look like amazing, yeah, and yeah, I mean, when I watched yeah. them play Green Bay. And I mean, Carolina, they just, they just put they put yeah, a drop put 45 fifty points them, almost. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, uh, but yeah, I think the Chiefs. The Chiefs are definitely a better football team in my opinion, and I think they'll be a better football. Well, you team see Bruce Sunday. Arians. You saw what Bruce Arians said. He was like, "Tom, I don't know what happens when it's in practice. He has beautiful deep balls. <laughs> Didn't miss one deep ball in practice, but he gets out in the game and he just missing the deep ball." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Bruce Arians' <laughs> interviews cracked me up. Like that's literally what he said. He's like. 
I was watching him all week in practice. He looked great on the deep ball. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then he's like, I think he's confused. He's talking about Tom Brady like he was a rookie QB. Like he's just confused with the coverages. Like, you can talk about you can talk about Jameis Winston <laughs> that way, but when it comes to Tom Brady, Dude, like, Tom Brady, I, Tom I'm Brady's, kind of surprised he hasn't made a public statement or something. I know, like I get your coach and he's player, but I mean it's Tom Brady. <laughs> I get he's player and all, and you're like, but like still, you can't just come out and publicly just bash Brady like that. <laughs> I wouldn't personally. I yeah, mean, Bill Belichick like, never did. You're I lucky bet. he's even on your team, Bruce Arians. I mean, you're lucky. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, your Buccaneers would be yeah. nothing. <laughs> I mean, because if it wasn't for him, all those players aren't coming to Buffalo. Yeah. Or to, I mean, he's not getting AB. He's not getting Gronk. <laughs> I like what he said good. about if AB's not a model citizen, he's cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a model citizen. Like That's just got to be kind of funny if you're AB. But let's yeah. move on and talk about that game for a while. We got Bears-Packers Sunday night, our big rivalry game. Bears have lost four in a row. Um, after that, after that five and one start, that I don't think one single soul believed that was that was real. Um, I don't know. I remember seeing somebody saying they were Super Bowl contenders. Jeez, after they were five and stupid, one. stupid, yeah. I, stupid. That's but, just terrible. Yeah, I agree. Like, if you thought this team was a joke when they were five <laughs> and one, I mean, I'm sorry, but. I thought they wrong. might make the playoffs just off yeah. the fact that they were five and one and might like finish the season five and five and finish ten and six. But I think, I mean, their <laughs> offense, I think, is the worst. Poor, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I, think I agree might with you. Take the Jets' offense over the Bears' yeah. offense. No, I am too. I mean, yeah. I, when I watched them last week against Minnesota, and Minnesota doesn't even have that great of a defense. I mean, they just just inept, couldn't do anything, can't run the ball, especially without David Montgomery. I mean, they're in there switching. Uh, Cordell Patterson running back, uh, whoever Cordell else they Patterson's got. fat now. It's yeah, kind of funny. Cordell Patterson is not even Cordell Patterson. Yeah, I, I don't. I, uh, He's like a fullback out need, there now. They need David Montgomery against Green Bay because, I mean, I think they can run the ball in Green Bay. But yeah. um depends who's playing quarterback. I, I, like I think I, David Montgomery will be back. I think he is playing. Yeah. I think he is playing. I, I, I mean, I do love their spread. I do love yeah, the Bears' spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think they'll win. I mean, uh, give me Rodgers and the Packers coming off a loss against uh Coming off Chicago a loss in Lambeau. Home. There's a lot of stuff to like. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to like. But I think Chicago will keep it close. I mean, Chicago sucks. I mean, they don't, they suck. Their offense sucks, but their defense is still, I mean, it's one of the better defenses in the league. I mean, if they have had just any sort of offense, I don't know what Matt. Any, any what, sort of offense. Any, yeah. sort of, any sort of offense. I mean, Matt Nagy gave up to play calling duties to a – I don't know who, but I mean, last week, I mean, 14 total yards in the second half. Yep. 14 total mm-hmm. yards. That's just, that's so, pitiful. I, I'm assuming Nick Foles isn't going to play, though, after he got carted off. No, he, he's I, gonna play? I think I'd rather see Trubisky over yeah, Nick I Foles. Yeah, you might see Trubisky, but I know Trubisky's been dealing with the shoulder injury yeah. for a while now. So I, If I, neither of those two play, I might like the Packers. Yeah, <laughs> that that, might, that might have something to do with the line, thinking about it now. It depends yeah. who the Bears. But if, they, if we see Foles, I don't think we're going to see Foles. I haven't even saw a report on Foles' injury. Have you? I, no. I'm, I'm not sure what happened there. I know uh, he got caught uh, up. But. but I think, I mean, I, I think Trubisky will be better for this offense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, either way, it's not like they're, I mean, they're scoring 10 points a game. So. Yeah, I, well, like, just Foles, like, he can't, like, at least Trubisky can make some plays on his feet, but <laughs> yeah. Foles, he's just so limited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any sort of pressure on him, I just, I, I'm not, I, I, I love Nick Foles forever. Being an Eagles fan, I have to. Oh, yeah, you but got to. He's not an NFL starting quarterback. Uh, that Wentz, Foles debate is retarded. Oh. Um, if you still think Foles I, is I better. I think Foles is better. Right now, I think why better. I just think he's the better QB right now. Even watching, what makes you say that, bro? I, you're acting like Carson Wentz has lit Carson the world Wentz, on fire this Carson year. Carson Wentz has been awful this year, I will say. But he watched those two. I mean, 
If, I can't help you if you think Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz. I mean, you watch those two. I think you got a little <laughs> too. I mean, he was amazing during their playoff run. Not against the Falcons. He played like shit against the Falcons. But Minnesota and uh, the Super Bowl, I mean, the Super Bowl was, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I hate it. <laughs> he was on fire. I mean, that year Carson Wentz was amazing. He was going to win MVP if he didn't get hurt. Nick but Foles can get hot, I don't man. think, I, don't, I mean, I don't think Carson Wentz plays any better than Nick Foles in that Super Bowl. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Nick but Foles. ever since after that, I mean, he got his bag, signed a, I mean, after that, he played for Philly again after Wentz went down, won a playoff game. Um, I think he's just good in Philly. I mean, I think he's just I good think in Philly. That Pearson back fits Philly. his system. I think it, people forget that like he was in Philly for like four or five years before it, and then he went back. Yeah, twenty-seven <laughs> touchdowns, two yeah. picks. I mean, he, he he's good in Philly. I think he's he I don't know, something about Philly. Twenty-seven touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, he did. Yes. Damn, I didn't. I did, I did not know that. I know <laughs> that is Kelly. that is really impressive. I know. <laughs> I know, but I, any I mean, uh, I mean, he signed that big old deal with Jacksonville. Got hurt, got beat out by Garner Minshew. That's all you need to know. He got beat out by Garner Minshew, and he's about to get beat out by Mitchell Trubisky. Hey, no Garner disrespect. No, I like Garner Minshew, but, I mean, you're you're insane if you think Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. I guess I'm insane. I I guess I'm insane. Yeah, you are insane. I would love to see Nick Foles on this Eagles team because Nick Foles on this Eagles team, it's already ugly. Man, they'd be a little bit be. better. I think they'd be a little bit better. Why? What makes? Because I, I think Foles is better than Carson Wentz. No, he's not better than Carson Wentz. I'm, I I can't really defend Wentz this year, but <laughs> like when you guys are saying that, like, dude, Nick Foles is thirty something at the time. Full or Wentz was. Well, I don't know. We 20. might need to have that, have an own episode on that one time. I think we could talk about that for 45 minutes. Foles against yeah, Wentz, me, but we've been, we've been on this think. game let for a while. Let me know what you think, yeah, Carson yeah. Wentz or Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah, please. Someone else, because I think Foles is better. I just think Foles is the better QB. But um, I got 24-17 Packers. What do you have on that game? Uh, I got uh, Packers, 24-20. I think the Bears keep it close, but Packers will pull it out. All right, so I think we just got, we got one more game. It's the Monday Nighter, the... Big time Monday nighter between the Seahawks and the Eagles. This was going to be in Philly. Our boy Carson Wentz, who we've been talking about. Um, I would like to see him. I actually do feel bad for Carson Wentz. Like, I actually feel a little bit sad for him. Um, I know he doesn't have, he's starting to get some people healthy, but like I said last week, man, I just want to see him play like Carson Wentz. I don't want to see the, like, the, the weird steps. Like, his footwork looks weird, man. Like, he looks so hesitant when he's throwing the balls. Like he's not putting any confidence into his throws. Like everything just looks so off. It just looks weird to me. I would like to see, even if he's confident and throws a pick, you know, like at least you. I don't know. He just looks like scared to me playing playing quarterback right now. Well, I mean, I don't I don't know what's going on with Carson Wentz. I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still riding on the Wentz wagon till the end of the year, but. I, I can't defend him. I mean, you can't. You really got no Carson. reason not to. I mean, yeah. you got to like chances to win the division still, I guess. You can't. I mean, you can't defa- defend Carson Wentz. The offense, I mean, last week just looked terrible. Um, Wentz, another two interception game. I mean, I, I don't think they have any chance against Seattle. I mean, the defense is. The defense looks good sometimes, other times it doesn't. Um, Carson Wentz sometimes looked good. Sometimes he looks like the worst <laughs> quarterback in the league. Um, I just think a lot of it's, I mean, coaching issues. I mean, they never get him outside the pocket. I feel like that's where he's most comfortable is outside the yeah, pocket. Yeah, he needs to use that athleticism a little bit more, man. Well, they need to develop or draw some plays for him to get outside the pocket. I mean, they're just doing these three-step dropbacks. Yeah. Offensive line can't hold up. I mean, he's been sacked, I mean, most in the league. Um, 
I just, I mean, I like I, I like the Seahawks in this game big time, but hopefully, I mean, I hope the Eagles can pull it out. I just, yeah, I mean, I this is a game the Seahawks got to win when you look at this game in this yeah. spot. I mean, this is one that, I mean, if you look at, the, I mean, if you're paying attention to the NFC East, I mean, this is a big game for Philly, but I don't even know if I want them to make the playoffs. I think I'd rather have them have the good draft pick because, I mean, they're a bad football team. Everybody in the NFC East is. I mean, there's going to be one bad football team in the playoffs this year. I mean, yeah, but give me the Seahawks. I got a little bit of uh, betting advice here. Um, I don't like the I don't like the spread on this game, but I do. If you if you're spending on a lot of money or something, you got a thousand. If you're just like, oh, I want to bet, make a little bit of money. I would put it all on the money line for the Seahawks. If you bet a thousand, you get four hundred with with the win. Um, and I know that some people don't like. I actually like hammering the big money lines when when I feel confident. I really think the Seahawks are going to win this game. I don't see the the Eagles pulling it out. But um, yeah, I got the Seahawks. I'm going to go ahead. My guess, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Seahawks 30 and Eagles 24. Yeah, I'm going to say Seahawks uh, 32 or 34, Eagles 21. I think the Eagles will keep it close for maybe the first half, but yeah, I just think the Seahawks going to be too much for them, too much offense. Eagles, not enough offense. <laughs> I don't even know if I can give the Eagles 20 points, honestly. Yeah, it's the Eagles 20 points seems quite a bit, but, but the Seahawks, Seahawks defense, defense is, is, is terrible. It's equally as bad almost. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be it. That That's all the games for NFL Week 12 this week. Um, jumping in, I, we're, we're going to talk a little bit of college basketball, the top 25 rankings, and then we got something special for y'all on Thanksgiving. We got college basketball starting. It actually is starting Wednesday, today that we're recording this. I, can, I cannot wait for college basketball, man. I'm so excited. It's my it's my favorite sport, personally. I, I love March Madness. Um, I'm going to do probably an episode deeper into college basketball. It's kind of a whole season preview. But right now, to start, I just want to go through the top 25 and um, just just kind of say the starting lineups for each team and what to look for. Coming in at 25, you got Michigan. You got starting lineup of Mike Smith, Eli Brooks, Franz Wagner. You know, that's that's little brother. And you got Isaiah Livers and Austin yeah. Davis. Yeah, yeah, you got to love him, man. You got Livers and Wagner. I think those are the two two guys that they're coming back from looking to contribute. So uh, I know Preston's a big Michigan guy. Yeah. What, what do you expect out of them this year? Uh Expecting Juwan Howard to make that team to a yeah, powerhouse. Yeah, Juwan game. Howard, baby. I forgot uh, Juwan Howard was there now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. Uh, I'm not the most educated yeah. college basketball I, this year. Right? I need to look I more mean, at the yeah, roster. Usually, look. that's how I get educated. I don't yeah. do too much college basketball preseason. I just start yeah. watching the games because it's so many players moving in and out, graduating and everything. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'll learn more as cause I like to watch all the yeah. games. So that's where I really learn about it. But coming in at 24, I know some returning players. We got Rutgers. Um, the name that sticks out to me here is Ron Harper Jr. Um, I think that's Ron Harper's son, uh, so that's pretty exciting. Rutgers coming in at 24. They won 20 games last time, and they were going to make the NCAA tournament, and we were all so excited to watch them. I think they're going to be a 6 or 7 seed, and their Rutgers never got to play, man. Yeah, college basketball was great last yeah. year. Oh, I can I, I cannot I wait for the tournament last year. Yeah, I couldn't wait for the tournament last year either, and it had to get canceled, so yeah, I'm was, hoping it's as crazy this year. Yeah, yeah. So Rutgers coming in at 24. Um, You got Ohio State coming in at 23. Um, I don't recognize any any names in this lineup that's yeah, coming back. Uh, yeah, yeah, the buck. It said the Buckeyes saw three players leave via the transfer. Uh, yeah, I don't know any of the players on that team. If they come in at twenty three, um, they'll probably be solid in the Big Ten. I don't think there's too much about Ohio State, too much to watch for there. Coming in at twenty two, we got UCLA. Uh, they got everybody back, and they also got a transfer named Johnny Juzang, who received who received clearance to play immediately this season. It was actually kind of surprising. Um, he should help them out, but this UCLA team is pretty good. They're battle tested. They got a lot of seniors, a lot of p- returning players. 
Oh, yeah. Let me see Preston's parlay. He's got this for college basketball. He's taking Maryland. $10 wins 11. <laughs> Is it just a bunch of heavy favorites? Yeah. I might take that. Who knows? OSU's playing today? Yeah. Oh. 30 on it? 33 bucks. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm, I'm, I might take a look at that one. Coming in at 21, we got Florida State. Uh, these are the defending ACC champions, and they they lost a lot of guys in the lottery. They lost Patrick Williams, um, lost somebody else. I can't, I don't know why he's not coming to my mind, but they're not returning a lot. But they still got some talent. They're coming in at twenty one. Coming in at twenty, we got Oregon. Uh, they they lost Peyton Pritchard, but this team went twenty four and seven last year, and he's about the only loss. Obviously, that's a huge loss, but this team should still be pretty solid. So watch out for Oregon in the Pac twelve this year. Coming in at 19. Now, this is a team that I'm actually really excited to watch play. We got the Texas, Texas Longhorns. Yeah, let's go. Press on. Let's you talk about Texas. Uh, I mean, they're getting a lot of players back. I mean, Matt Coleman is a uh, – I mean, he's a very experienced player. Courtney Ramney, same thing. Andrew Jones, senior. Yeah, they got uh, a lot of experience, man. I've never heard of Greg Brown the third. He must be a new guy. Uh, Jericho Sands. I mean, those are four yeah. juniors and seniors right there. I mean, and they're starting five. And experience. Uh, Texas is like that. I mean, they have it now. Matt Coleman's a legit. I like him. He's a good point guard. I like Courtney Ramey too. He's a scorer. Um, Andrew Jones as well. I mean, yeah. Texas returned those... every single player from last year's team. Every Damn. single player. <laughs> every single player is back. Everyone is back. They didn't lose one person. They added a Greg Brown's a top ten prospect. He's a top ten player in the class. So he, watch he, out for Texas yeah. this year, boys. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. If they're returning every single player, Ooh. I mean that's. Nah. I see this report. It says whispers that Shaka Smart has so much depth he might tour tour around with uh, bringing Havoc back. That's something I would love to see. Yeah, he I would should. Love to see. Yeah. I wanted Shaka Smart gone last year. I don't yeah. even remember how Texas finished in basketball <laughs> last year, but Shaka Smart, you need you better put together a good team with this team because no excuses. I mean, he's returning everybody, and yep. they're all old. Yep. Yeah, I, this this team is excited to watch. I saw Jay Billis, and uh, Jay Billis was saying that Texas, he's a sleeper Final Four pick, so watch out for them for sure. Coming in at number 18, I think this is also a sleeper team. I like this team to win the Pac-12, Arizona State. Uh, they got my man Marcus Bagley and Jalen Graham. If you watch some high school basketball, you probably know who is those that, guys are. Is that Bagley's brother? Yeah, 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 Bagley's little bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this team, man. Uh, this team has a lot of good guard play, a lot of good experienced guard play. And there's a lot of depth, too. So I'd like, and I'm a big fan of Bobby Hurley, man. I think he's a really good coach, a man from Duke. So uh, I like them at 18. Yeah, old Bobby Hurley, baby. 17, we got coming in. We got Houston at 17. Uh, There's not a lot of guys that I know, but they return all their major players from, um, and they went 23-8 and last year. So watch out for this team in the AAC. Houston's actually, they're starting to build, like, kind of a legacy of becoming pretty good at basketball. I think they've had pretty good teams for a while um, for Quite a few North years Carolina. now. We got North Carolina coming in at 16. They got my man Leaky Black coming back. Um, North Carolina was not They were horrible last year. last year. They were. I think they finished like 3-16 and 16 in the ACC. Yeah. But um, I heard that they, they reloaded their talent. They got a lot of good freshmen. Um, but Roy Williams says he thinks this team can legitimately go from last place in the ACC to the top of the ACC and back to the Final Four. Um, that's pretty big for Roy Williams to say that to me. He doesn't usually blow a lot of smoke. Um, usually he's the one that will... That. I mean, that'll down that'll downplay his team and yeah. say that they got a long ways to go. But he said this team's really talented, got a lot. So definitely think North Carolina is going to be more like North Carolina this year. Last year was just a fluke. That's not North Carolina. Um, coming in at fifteen, this is an exciting West Virginia team. They're they're bringing back a lot. I love I love the big center. They got Oscar. I, I've never been able to say his last name. It's all weird. It's like Kishibui. yeah, I can't even say Kishibui. that. 
But man, this is this is Press Virginia, man. This is a classic Bob Huggins Press Virginia team. They got a lot of talent, they got a lot of size, and they play so hard, man. They get up in your ass, up in your shorts the whole game. Um, I just, I just, the Big Twelve is going to be so fun to watch this year. Uh, I will say it's going to be one of the teams, one of the many teams. You know, it's going to be any given night, anything can happen in the Big Twelve. You know, it's, they got so many solid teams that Tech. coming in right here. Four team got Texas Tech, and this is another team I cannot wait to. Watch. I think the Texas, I think the Big Twelve has five legitimate teams I can go to the Final yeah, Four. I really, I really do. I, th- I think the Big Twelve is ridiculous this year. Yeah, the Twelve is um, good. This is by far the deepest and the most talented roster Chris Beards had at Texas Tech. Even that's that's. Um, considering the Final Four team, I think I don't know if it's better, National but I think they they got more talent. They got they got some more talent, and they got in there a little bit deeper. But I think man, that team. Who was the white dude on that team? Matt Mooney. Matt Mooney was oh my gosh. Final Four. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he was twenty five. I had, oh my gosh, I love Matt Mooney. Italian. But, um, I, I don't think he was. A, no, they had an Italian yeah, dude too. Yeah, no, they had an Italian guy. Yeah, I think Italian was twenty five. But I, I remember the Italian dude you're yeah. talking. About. That dude was nice with it. I think he was playing but, for um, him last year. Yeah, watch out for Texas Tech, man. This team, this team's gonna be really good. They obviously added Mac McClung as well. Um, I, I think this team's gonna be a top ten team all year. I think this team's gonna be flowing around. I think they're gonna be a one or two seed when, uh, when it comes around. I think fourteen's a little low. So I really like them. Thirteen, we got Michigan State. Um. I think Michigan State, you don't even got to say anything about Michigan State. You just know they're going to have a really good basketball team with Tom Izzo. Is that yeah. Joey Hauser? Is that a Marquette? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They did get Joey Hauser. They got one of the Hauser brothers. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Uh, I want, Do you know where the other one went? I forgot where the other one went. He might have went to uh, – man, I, I better I it'll no pop clue. up here. But I, I did know where he went, but I forgot. Did they both not go to Michigan State? No, they didn't both go to Michigan State. I know they split up. Dang. Yeah, so they Michigan State up. coming in at 13. Then we got – coming in at 12, we got Tennessee – um, I'm not gonna. I don't know any anybody here on this team, Rick but um, Barnes, Rick choker. Barnes, man, that's all you gotta know. Uh, I'm not a big believer in in Tennessee basketball. Me neither. I'm not <laughs> a big believer in Rick Barnes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rick Barnes is good for a little bit at Texas, yeah. but when I was getting older and I watched him, not impressed. But they'll probably win a lot of games in the SEC. So I can't uh, speak on Creighton. Coming in at number eleven, we got Creighton. Now this team, this is a team that I like in the Big East. The Big East is really exciting now. This new Big East, we got we got Villanova and Creighton and all these teams in the conference that that haven't been in the conference that are all really good basketball schools. But I mean, this team, just like every other Creighton team that's been good in the past, they shoot the three very well. Um, probably the best three point shooting team in the nation, aside from Baylor. Um, and defensively, they're probably gonna have they're probably not gonna be too good defensively, but they're probably. I'd say they'll probably finish like 10 and 6 in the Big East with a lot of close games. Um, typical Creighton team. Coming in at 11, I think it's a little high for me. I would, I think they should be a little bit lower, but they're they're pretty good. Coming in at 10, we got Kentucky. And um, this is a Kentucky team that's not as good as Kentucky teams in the past, but they got they got a little bit of everything. They're solid in all areas, but nothing jumps out to you. They don't have like that star player, that star power. Um, this is the Kentucky team that it's just – it's not – it's probably the worst Kentucky team we've seen. There was a Kentucky team, but it, I mean, it's always say this with Kentucky. Like, there was a Kentucky team I think eight years ago that was like five hundred and got in as like a nine seed and Italian. went and went all the way to the Final Four. Yeah, so, Kentucky will always be tough. Yeah, and John Calipari obviously is a great coach. He can put it together. He knows how to win in March. So yeah. I I don't mind them at number ten. Now coming in at number nine is Duke. Uh, this is a Duke team. This is this is the least talent that uh Duke has had in in some time now. Definitely some time. Uh, they're returning Jordan, Jordan Goldwire, Wendell Moore Jr., and Matthew Hurt. Um, and then the other guys are new, man. We don't have any just huge, um, huge ads. 
We got Wendell Moore. Um, he's he's number three in the class. But this Duke team, you know, I believe in Coach K to put it together and these guys to come together. But this team just lacks talent. It's kind of like Kentucky. It's kind of like Kentucky. It's kind of interesting when you see Duke and Kentucky at nine and ten. Because when you see them at nine and ten, you know they're probably means that they're like eighteen to twenty in terms of talent on the roster. Um, but yeah, expect a down year from Duke this year. I don't expect them to make too much noise. I can see them getting roughed up in the ACC a little bit. Illinois is at eight. Yeah, we got Illinois at eight. Now this one's um, I don't know. I'm, I'm that's surprising to me. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think you. Illinois is usually uh yeah pretty average at basketball. Uh, Brad Underwood. I mean yeah, he's kind I mean, of a bitch for what he did at OSU. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of like it. Though. I, I, I guess they got a pretty big team. That's what I'm reading right now. They got a pretty big team, and they returning some freshmen. I know they had a good team last year. I actually didn't watch them too much last year. I, I was really excited to watch them in the tournament. But two big players. Yeah, two two guys over seven foot. That's what I'm seeing. So I mean, that, <laughs> that's what you got to like yeah, there. Yeah, costume issues. Coming in teams. at number seven, we got Wisconsin. Uh, man, I love Brad Davison. If you haven't watched Brad Davison, you're gonna love watching him this year. He's one of the most exciting players in college basketball. He's kind of like Peyton Pritchard, but man, this dude just does it all. I, I love Brad Davison so much. He'll score probably 20, 25 a game this year. He can do it all. He's undersized and undermatched athletically, but it doesn't matter. Um, I just love why he's he's a wizard with the ball. He can finish around the rim. He can really shoot it. He's just such a smart player. Um, but man, I love Brad Davison. He's got good talent around him this year. I think I, I like Wisconsin to win the Big Ten this year. Um, but coming in at number six, we got Kansas. And Kansas, Kansas returns quite a bit. They got Marcus Garrett coming back, and they have one of the best freshman class in basketball. Um, there's you don't even have to say too much about Kansas. Uh, you know, they, yeah, they're gonna be really good. They'll probably win the Big Twelve. The streak is over, but they'll probably still win it. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number five, we got Iowa, and man, this team, this team's gonna be. This team is a sleeper team to win it all. This team is. They had a really good team last year, and they're pretty much returning everyone. If Luka Garza can just be respectable on defense, he'll walk away with the Naismith Award. He's the best player in college basketball right now. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, they West got West Camp coming back, and McCaffrey and Bohannon. Bo yeah, Bohannon is a sniper, man. They got my man. Bohannon was yeah. a little bit too. Yeah, I think Bohannon was a transfer from. Uh, was he a transfer from Louisville? I have no idea. Man, I, but I know he can really shoot. Either way, uh, I, I know that name, and I watched him play. I really like Jordan Bohannon, and this this Iowa team, man, is no joke. I actually take it back. I like them to win the Big Ten. I think Wisconsin's going to finish second. But Luca Garza, man, that dude is a load. Um, if you haven't watched him, you got to watch him a lot this year. He's tough to stop, really tough to stop. And then th- right here, this is another team. Oh, this is where the House brother went, Virginia. Oh, really? Yeah, House brother went to Virginia. Uh, they got my man Kaihe Clark back, the best player under six foot to watch. Kaihi Clark, if you watch him in that in that championship run, man, I love watching him. They got Sam Hauser coming back and Jay Huff. Um, they're still the reigning champions. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're they still are. defending that title. It's yeah. kind of crazy to say. People forget that. But and then you add Hauser to this team, man. This team's got to be the favorite in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Um, Virginia's going to be really good, man. You know that Tony Bennett does a great job over there. You know they're going to be really solid defensively, probably hold teams in the 50s. I I mean I'm just interested to see how teams will do without any of the crowds in the stands how they're going oh, to do man, playing yeah, in an empty yeah. stadium. No, and there's going to be so much like this. This season goes so far beyond actual basketball play. Like it goes beyond like act, like how well you're going to follow the protocol and yeah. not have it. Yeah, I mean mess up your team because that's just as important. Like yeah, that's just as important. Yeah, as when you're looking at teams like in the bubble watch, you're probably going to have teams that are like 18 and nine, and then teams that have played more games. You're probably going to have some teams that have probably only played 20 games because yeah, games are getting all canceled. Will come up. Oh yeah. And 
exactly. Oh, yeah. It's going to be tough with basketball because, yeah. I mean. In football, you just play like the, yeah, yeah, but, like, the, like, contact tracing and stuff. Because I feel like basketball team, I feel like you're not really, like, yeah. split up uh-huh. meetings, yeah. like, position yeah. groups. You're yeah. all usually together, I feel yeah. like. But Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see for sure. It's it, I could see it being a major problem in college basketball. Yeah. I, ho- I hope it hope still goes not. along, but I could see it. I could definitely see them, even if it goes like just bad off the gate. I could see them canceling non-conference games yeah. and just playing the conference games yeah. if stuff gets messy. But man, I'm praying it's not because there's some really good non-conference games out there. But coming in at number three, we got Villanova. Um, they got my man James Robinson Earl. He's he's probably one of the best centers in the country. Um, Co- Colin Gillespie coming back too. Yeah, I mean this team this team's gonna be really good. It's a classic um, classic Villanova team, man. Watch for this team to win the Big East, probably make make the Final Four. This team's really deep. They have some really good depth as well. So can't wait to watch Villanova. Um, coming out number two, we got wow. Baylor. And yeah, no yeah, Baylor. Yeah, I th- and I think Baylor should be number one. I think they're. I think it's number one's Gonzaga. Yeah, but man, this Baylor team. If you watched them last year. Um, they they are number one on the Ken Palm, and they return all their start. They return four of their five starters from who was going to be the number one overall seed last year in the tournament. Oh. Last year, this team was just absolutely dominant. I think they finished thirty one and two. Um, I think they had two close losses to Kansas, um, maybe a close loss to Kansas to somebody else. But man, this Baylor team is dominant. They have the best backcourt in the in the country, and it's not close. Um, they really defend. They really shoot it well. Uh, watch for this team. Baylor's just going to be a monster this year. Um, yeah, and they're going to be battle tested in that Big Twelve too, because that, that Big Twelve is so be, tough. Because yeah. I think I think tough. Baylor can make. I think Baylor will make the Final Four. I don't see Baylor missing I mean, the Final yeah, Four. Yeah, for like how like close and competitive yeah. that conference is, I feel and like you, a lot of it's going to come down to yeah, like we were saying earlier, enough, just following yeah. protocol. Oklahoma State, sick. yeah, Oklahoma State is not in the top twenty-five. Well, which, Oklahoma State uh, can't, can't make the March Madness. Yeah, they can't make March Madness, I mean, but they can still make the top twenty-five. Well, I think yeah, that's yeah. the pretty disrespectful yeah. if they're not in the top twenty-five. Yeah, Kate Cunningham, and they got they got some guys coming back too. They got uh, who else are they got today? Yeah, they do play today, and I'm, I might put some money on them today. They got Cade Cunningham, obviously, and then they got it. They did lose some players. Um, it, it's tough that your he transferred out. He is the big time center for them. But uh, number one, we got Gonzaga. Uh, this team, this team's gonna be really good. I really don't know too many players on the team, honestly. But Gonzaga, they're playing. Yeah, a weak Gonzaga, man. Yeah, they're playing the weak conference. They're so probably gonna be thirty-one and yeah. one. Uh, but I get they're loaded at every single position. They're going to be a really good team. They're probably going to get a one seed. They probably won't play too many people. But um, yeah, that's it for the top twenty-five college, college basketball. Really excited to watch that get it started. Um, get to learn more about it as, as the games progress and as we watch the games. But before I get into the Thanksgiving power rankings, I just wanted to break down a women's college basketball game that will be taking place this Sunday. It's between Or Roberts and Oklahoma State. I am excited to watch these two teams play. There's some pretty interesting dynamics going on. Um, Or Roberts is returning their leading scorer, Kenny Jo Lip. She averaged 18.5 points last season. Or Roberts also may give sophomore point guard Jim Summers some more playing time. She's a pretty athletic point guard from Victory Christian. Um, she'll be a good player. She'll be a much some much needed athleticism to this Or Roberts team that really lacks that. But um, for on the Oklahoma State side, watch out for Tasha Mack. She was the newcomer of the year in the Big 12 last year. She is a beast in the paint. She's probably the best the best forward, I would say, in the Big 12 right now. And also, take a look for Ruthie Udomo. That's a true freshman, also out of Victory Christian. Um, this Oklahoma State team, they've had some so they've had some issues with COVID recently and some players that haven't been practicing. But um, Ruthie Udomo has showed she has a really nice blend of athleticism, size, strength, and she has really nice touch around the rim too. She adds a dynamic that this cowgirl team, it seems like they've been missing. 
And she may not get too much playing time right out the gate since she's a true freshman, but I think the more she gets on the floor, the better she's going to get. And I think the Cowgirls would be wise to get her on the floor as much as possible and get her progressing as fast as she can. And I really think she could help this Cowgirls team win right now, honestly. I think the motor that she has when it comes to rebounding is really going to help them. They really need to rebound. They struggle with that as a team. And she can really go get those rebounds. And she really competes and plays hard defensively, which I really like. Question marks for her, like I said earlier, is lack of familiarity with the playbook as a true freshman. And also, there's a question mark with her jump shot right now from beyond the arc. I have no doubt that that will develop. She got a nice release from the free throw. So it's just a matter of confidence. That's all it really is. But yeah, those are my players to watch for. I got OSU winning it in a close one. I'm gonna go 58-57 Cowgirls. But um, now, now for y'all, we got us, uh, we got some Thanksgiving power rankings. So we got our five th- five favorite Thanksgiving foods for you guys to eat today. None of um, them. <laughs> yeah, Preston says none of them. He's not a big Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving guy. Thanksgiving food is big time overrated unless you're eating ham. Ham's just, all right. I, I've heard that too much lately. I love me some Thanksgiving food, man. <laughs> not not a lot of meals I love more than a good Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> I like Thanksgiving. I mean, I like yeah. food, but it's just it's a little overrated. Right, so for, for my Thanksgiving power rankings, at number five, I got coming in, I got cherry pie coming in at number five. Um, it's tough for me to put a dessert past five because when I say Thanksgiving meal, I kind of think of the, the meal stuff, but cherry pie just had to crack the list, man. Um, if, just in terms of like strictly taste on my taste buds, it would be higher. But I mean, just in terms of putting it in its place as a dessert, I'm going to put it at number five. And then number four, I got corn. Now, this is the corn. Um, it can't be the corn on the cob. It has to be the, the corn, uh, the loose corn with the butter in it. And it has to be buttered up and like peppered. Up. No, I mean, I like corn on the cob. But for Thanksgiving meal, man, it's, it's, not, it's not what you go with the Thanksgiving uh, meal. You need, you need the, the other type of corn, in my opinion. Steak. <laughs> yeah, you need to have a steak. Number three coming in on my list. This one's probably pretty controversial. But for me, I almost put it even higher. Cranberry sauce. Now, if, if you see, th- if you're one of those people that see the cranberry sauce at Thanksgiving every day and you just don't go for it and just have never, um, let this be your first time, man. You, you got to try some cranberry sauce. It's beautifully with the turkey and just everything on the plate. It brings out a great taste. Um, man, I love the cranberry sauce. I just, when, whenever I get the cranberry sauce, it's tough for me not to eat it before Thanksgiving. I see it in the fridge and I just want to go eat it. Um, but coming in at number two, we got the ham. Um, man, you can't beat the ham. I think it's better than the turkey to me. Uh, I haven't really talked to anybody that just loves turkey, but it is kind of a thing you got to do on Thanksgiving, you know. Um, but, man, I love me some good ham, man, some honey on that. I don't like the honey, but, like, the honey baked into the ham. Um, but the ham paired with my number one overall, which is the mashed potatoes. Oh, my goodness, man. Mashed potatoes come in at number one. I love me some mashed potatoes. So, so, But, like, it has to be the right mashed potatoes. Like, because if you haven't had good mashed potatoes before um, – you're probably going to say, all right, why are your mashed potatoes number one? That's just because you don't eat good mashed potatoes. You got to have the butter in it right. It's got to be the right texture, the right, um, just the right everything. But when you put that, the mashed potatoes and the ham together and the corn, like all in there, and then you have the cream. Oh, man, that's just wonderful. Thanksgiving food's not overrated to me when you got those three things going there. But uh, yeah, that's my Thanksgiving rankings. Um, let me know what you guys think and give me your own rankings if, if you'd like. And Preston, what's your Thanksgiving rankings? My Thanksgiving rankings, uh, first and foremost, Thanksgiving food isn't very good. It's overrated big time. Uh, I mean, honestly, my th- I think I'd have to go with ham, number one. Ham, I mean, it's all right. It's nothing great, but Thanksgiving food-wise, I guess I'd say it's great. Um, way better than turkey. Um, way more flavor. You can put that thing in a hoagie, hoagie, bu- hoagie bun. And put some spicy mustard on that, and bam, you got a good sandwich right there. Um, second 
think I'd have to go with pie. Chocolate pie. Chocolate pie is the best. Chocolate pie is underrated. Yeah, chocolate pie is big time over underrated. Sleeper. I think pie is better than cake. Like chocolate pie, a oh, good yeah. good oh, yeah. slice of chocolate pie is better than cake. Third, um, I guess we go mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. That actually might be number one. Let's switch to mac and cheese and and the ham. Mac and cheese terrible, number one. Mac and cheese number one. Ham number three. Turkey four. And. Uh, Man, uh, let's just rolls. Rolls are five, <laughs> like a nice butter roll. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't hate on the nice butter rolls. Man. You can't hate on a nice butter roll. Nice, oh, that's what, number what five. Do you like, the, like, do you like the Hawaiian or like kind of like the, the Hawaiian? Big, like, the, the Hawaiian, Hawaiian rolls. rolls. Oh, I might have to put butter. that on my list. Yeah, Hawaiian rolls with the butter. Butter, yes. So that's my top five. Uh, if you guys disagree, <laughs> man, you guys are sorry. So. Yeah. All right, man. So that, that's gonna wrap up the episode. Um, that was the first one with Preston. I'm excited to do that. I think the next one we're gonna do is Monday, and we got a really special guest for you guys Monday. So make sure you tune into Mondays. Tune into Monday's oh, yeah. podcast. Tune into Monday's, Monday's podcast. podcast. Will be yeah. entertaining. Yeah, I it will be you. very entertaining. You definitely want to tune into Monday's podcast. But until then, thanks, thanks for you guys for listening. Um, I let Preston close you guys out. Hey, man. Thanks for the support. Uh, this is my first show of hopefully many. Um. Hey, man, it's only up from here. If you guys listen this far, we, me and Trajan both really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate the support. Um, yeah. Hey, follow. Follow and subscribe on Spotify. Fo- yeah, yeah, follow and subscribe on Spotify. On so follow us on Instagram. Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. TikTok, Twitter. Trajan Raging yeah. Sports. Every, all of it. it. It's all linked. It's all linked in the all description. All of it. Uh-huh. All right. So, hey, we appreciate the support. Um Hey, and it's only up from here. We're only going to get better. All right. Happy so. Thanksgiving. Go with our money makers for, yes, for Thanksgiving. If you want to make some money today, go with them. Mm-hmm. All right. Peace.